the distortion of the fabric of space and time around one black hole also exists for the other black hole. So you have black holes entering each other's event horizons. So I opened up that thesis. I didn't understand a single page in Hello, hello, hello. What's you up? Not, no, I talk. You can't I speak in the intro. <laughs> immediately attacked at the entrance. Yeah, you already know what it is. The best podcast in the world. The number one Nightmare Ups podcast. That's right. Currently trending on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. We'll be at number one at any time. All the outlets. You just look them up, look us up. You don't even need to look us up. We're already there. Anyways, we got me, Harry, this guy. And me. Yeah. Nah, we got a special guest today, Christian Alvarado. Thank you, Harry. How are you doing? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? In, you know, another day, another dollar, mate. <laughs> mm, how it Same is. Same shit, different how, day. How are you feeling in this moment? Being present, how do you feel? I just hope I don't say anything stupid or yeah. something that can haunt me in my future. But we bleep it out, bro. We bleep it. Yeah, like if you're ever uncomfortable, we just we can always better or for worse. I want to keep it. Yeah, but I think also you have a lot of context in a podcast because we mm. speak for hours, and if anyone's really gonna sit through those hours, they're pretty much gonna get where you're coming from. Yeah. Because I think you're a pretty level-headed guy, and you're not you're not gonna be saying. Maybe. Crazy shit. And cool. if you do, we just fucking chat it's about good it. to look back and see your past views. Uh-huh. See it change. Uh-huh. I think it's good if you, like, sometimes cringe at your past. Yeah. Because then it shows you've evolved from what you once were. 100%. If you if you don't find anything cringy that you did as a child, maybe you're, like, still doing it currently. Mm. And it's like you're living, you're living in the past in that way. Like, I know I'm going to be mortified at some of the shit I've said on this already. <laughs> like, last one I said I... Avatar fuck a 400 year shark like that is not gonna age well and I already thought about it I'm like yeah it's funny like so I say just shit for funny's sake and yeah. it's just so vulgar like what, what did you say? what? you'd fuck a 400 year old shark I said shark. I wanted to Avatar fuck a 400 year old shark to oh, gain yeah, its yeah, knowledge yeah, you know like what I mean just like shit, sink yeah, in yeah. with it and just learn it's fucking just knowledge shark. Mm. yeah we're talking about there's this shark in Greenland that's lived for like 400 years so wow. that's the equivalent of like medieval time there's like bounty hunters and 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 taverns and shit and barmaids like in like the medieval times it's like sieges and this shark was born and it's still alive with the internet around so I that's crazy to think i wanted to sync up with it is he still alive do you know hmm? do you know if he's still alive oh, i don't know it you was just i just so. looked it up you know i never really go and tune into the detail hmm hmm sorry I'm waking around here. You're waking around. Oh, yeah. I don't think that does anything for the audio, but um, mm. one thing you said yesterday, you're getting off Nick. Mm. How's that been going? Just riding it out. I'm on the second day, so it's meant to it's meant to be as hard as it gets. Like on the third day, mm. and after that, I should be chilling. But this is like my second time quitting cold turkey i guess and i think it's been much easier than the first time because i know what i'm actually getting into yeah and because i didn't realize i was addicted in yeah. the first time so that's why i was like why am i feeling these feelings what what is this uh. and now and then like now i know so 
and it's interesting like you have like a prerequisite of shit you're going to experience so you can mentally prepare yourself for how shit it's going to be in those coming days mm. that's so important like they always say like every time you quit smoking you're a step closer to actually smoking did you like you want to you want to quit like with all your heart don't you it's just like I've always told myself I've always thought like mm. oh yeah I won't be addicted to anything I've got the mental strength to to quit it yeah so now like time to walk the walk like I've yeah. thought these things for years it's yeah. like fucking do it and yeah. it's fucking hard but you just gotta send like yeah what's been the hardest moment um when when I try to sleep like just in my thoughts trying to think about it really yeah like I, I did have a panic attack and it was Ooh. it was fucked how'd you cope with it um I just pulled up my phone and distracted myself it is a like uh, mm. yeah I just had to distract myself it was like I thought I was dying and then I was like wow I'm not fucking dying like just chill breathe and watch then, some YouTube yeah <laughs> just distract yourself and yeah well that's uh, people often say like distraction would be bad but in that case I think distraction was a really good fucking choice for you to make then because mm. legit you just obviously you're not going to distract yourself all the time but in such an extreme scenario I, bro that's how I go about it as well like just fucking remove yourself from that frame of mind mm. Cause you're, yeah, like when you're in that, cause that's not going to be forever, you know. Yeah, I know so in this know point of weakness, you just don't let your mind linger, mm. you know. I, and I've just found like my anxiety, like I've just been th- wigging out about stuff that doesn't actually exist. Like I thought I've been seeing stuff in my vision, and then like I thought I was losing my vision, and then like I just <laughs> like I was just freaking out, and then like I thought I had tinnitus because yeah. I thought I was hearing a ring, but it was just like. My anxiety, I looked it up, like, your anxiety can manifest hallucinations. Mm. So, like, when I think of it, when I think that I'm hearing something, mm. I start freaking out, and then I start hearing it more. Yeah. And then, like, I just start panicking. And then I'm like, I'm not fucking hearing anything. It's just all in my head. Breathe. You're chilling. And then it just goes away. It's like you live in a self-fulfilling prophecy. 100%. Your mind controls your reality. 100%. This is one of the things I wanted to speak to you about. Mm. Right? So I just don't want to fuck up the guy's name who I heard it off because you've got to give the man some respect. But they were talking about... Um, he's a Buddhist author and teacher. He's been heavy into Buddhist, Buddhist yeah. recently. And he knows the Dalai Lama. He's one of close wow. friends and then met him in the 60s, I believe. And here he goes. It's about rec- like recognition. And this guy's name is... Bob Thurman. Yeah, he's a Buddhist author. And he was saying... Uh, like you know we project a concept of whatever we see and that's how you go throughout your life and he's saying just like you said there like your your perception is your reality and shit like that and he said that with every with everything that we witness we have a preconceived like idea of what that is and to recognize is to literally perceive the world like everyone's reality is different because when you see the shit around you you're not just seeing it for what it is you see it, it gets bounced off your brain and your yeah. brain orders that bypass experience and then th- by the word recognize, as you recognize something, you recognition it. You, yeah, you automatically put your own experience into it. Mm-hmm. You put some meaning into it. Yeah. Like there was this experiment where they put people in a room and they just said, um, do some actions and if a light pops up, you've done the correct like sequence of yeah. actions. And then like people just started like doing, oh, I've got to like, tap the roof 20 times and and yeah. do a circle and then the light will come up and they put like this meaning to the head but in reality the scientists were just flicking the light whenever they wanted yeah, to yeah create fake superstitions yeah and they were just like all like in their heads like putting all this wow. meaning mm. to the light 
So people coming up with their own like ways that they were like, okay, well, I'm in a test. So, oh, this pattern might work. Mm. And if it does, they, yeah, wow. That's like, you could almost get, that would be like inflate your ego a bit, I feel like. Because yeah. you'd just be like, oh, I got it right. I guessed it. Mm. Mm. And they did, I think they discovered this for, I was watching Shane Moss. He's like a scientist and he has a podcast. He was saying that they did this originally with pigeons and discovered this behavior of like an animal creating like narrative to fulfill itself. Like, you know, if it flaps its wings and gets feet, it'll just keep flapping its wings as a twitch for the rest of its life. Yeah. And he says that they discovered this because they were eventually, they wanted to use pigeons in homing missiles to, to guide missiles in the war to, before they discovered like remote control and shit. They wanted to use p- pigeons in missiles to guide them. And, that's, and they did all this research and then it became redundant, but they just discovered all this wig out shit. And it was, um, what's his name? There's a psychologist or a sociologist and he, uh, it's, uh, fuck, it's conditioned response. So like you can, you can bring, bring like food to a dog and make it drool hmm. and then feed it. And then you can condition a response to make it drool by just the action of doing something before you give the food. I, I got to read up on it more because I learned about this recently. But it's like, you can trick something into doing something if it thinks it's going to get a reward. So if the dog has to do something, that's how you teach it to sit. Yeah, like you make it that's sit, the whole use condition. How you train dogs. Mm. And this was discovered like early on where they just discovered like how to condition people's minds. It's mm. crazy. Mm. Like, yeah, I see that in my dog because my grandparents have just messed up my dog. Like, why is that? Like, my dog begs for food now. She never used to do that uh. because my grandparents, like, give her little treats yeah. and just, like, just, like, trying... I get the, like, trying to be nice to the dog, but, like, it it, it messes with their, like, mm. their mind. So, like, now my dog comes up to me and whinges for food and she never used to do that because she knows that there is a chance that she will receive the food. And if this behavior... If I keep following through with this behavior it sometimes gets the result I want therefore mm. I'll keep doing it because what's the downside of not doing it yeah. you know, they're not being punished for it because I doubt you're going to be bashing your dog up <laughs> just fucking whingy you probably just put it outside it's like yeah I live outside whatever cunt mm. yeah yeah we also do that too mum 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 gives the dogs treats too much I'm like they, you need to feed them when they get fed and like treats on special occasions you know what I mean reward like if they do something good reward them mm. but my yeah my, my dog will just in the morning my grandma will be having breakfast and she'll just sit there and whinge and then eventually my grandma will cave in mm. and give her like a piece of toast or something. Mm. And now my dog knows every day she will sit wherever we're eating and just look up at us and just wait. Beg. Yeah, and then they start drooling. You're like, stop drooling. You're like, well, luckily my dog doesn't drool. But what type of dog you got? Little Shih Tzu Cross Terrier. Shih Tzu Cross Terrier. That's a whole breeder. That's a whole genre of dogs I've never been exposed to long term. You know, I've always had the pushed in face, drooly dogs. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I didn't really like big dogs when I was little. Yeah. But now I'm fine with them. Mm. What didn't you like about them? Well, my family had big dogs and they always used to just jump on me and mm. scratch me and yeah, I just got scared. But yeah. now that I'm bigger, they kind of fucking. I know they're just playing it. and like yeah. yeah, it's all chill. Yeah, we had a pup and we thought. He's old now, but we thought he used to jump on everyone, and we're like, mm. "This guy's gonna be jumping on everyone until he dies." But then they just—it's so crazy how dogs mature. Mm. Like we have a cat, we recently got a cat, and this guy, this dog we have, Aspen—he never really dealt with cats. And then first time properly meeting one, it's a new cat. He just walked by. He's just like looking at it, 
keeps going about his day. Now the cat likes him. The cat follows him, sniffs his legs. But the cat to all the other dogs, because we have pugs, the cat's <laughs> to all the other cats. But for Aspen, she likes him. She he, she sees him come in for for like a hangout because we just bring our dogs into hangout sometimes. She she'll run up to him and she'll be like she'll just be watching him. I'm like that's so interesting that she catches a vibe from Aspen going. He doesn't hurt me. I don't hurt him. But the other pugs chased her once. So now she fucking hates the yellow dogs. But she likes the white dogs. Bit of racism. Bit of racism there, but we'll leave her alone. I love it. <laughs> I love the racism. Yeah, Chinese pugs. Yellow Chinese pugs. Come on, cat. Like, that's not fair. And you got an English or a German white boxer. Like, the cat's a bit sus, but we'll leave it at that. Mm. So are you a dog or a cat person? I'm an animal person. I, I like everything. We got birds, cats, dogs, horses, wow. all that shit. You got horses? Yeah, up at dad's we got horses. We have so many animals. We have four dogs up at my dad's, like four sheep, one one horse. Have then you ever got, ridden a horse? Yeah, I ridden it. Oh yeah, I rode it and then I fucking was good, like just bopping and it's like horse riding, you don't understand. It's very hard and people don't give it, people give enough credit but there's crazy horse chicks that overemphasize it. That you you got to bounce with the rhythm of it, bop 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 bop, and it's real. It's a workout. Mm-hmm. And then I kicked it to get a bit faster because I wanted to see what it was. Then it boom boom boom, and it gets harder. And then once it's a full shot, you're just riding it. But I remember the she just drank or eaten, so she was bloated, and I tied the sh- the saddle up on her real tight oh. to like get a. But then as I was riding her for the time I was riding, the swelling went down, that the bloating went down, okay. so the saddle got loose. So I'm riding, boom 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 boom, and the saddle started sliding on the side. So my foot gets caught in the stirrup, and I'm off the side of the horse, and my foot gets caught. And I'm like, oh, and I'm dragging on the floor, and I kick my foot out, and she just stops and waits for me. I'm just like, oh, lucky this horse was in a good mood today because she's a bitch sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you you call her like to get the rug off when it's hot. She was just fucking like they're such powerhouses. We have n- this constantly humbling experience whenever I see that horse because she's she's a bitch because she knows what she is. She's mm. a fucking half a ton of pure meat, bro. You can't fuck with that. I want to ride a horse. I used to not want to ride a horse because I, like I felt bad. I'm like, oh, I don't want to be weighing the horse down, but it's fucking massive. It, you want nothing to it. Doesn't like, give a fuck. Yeah. So I really want to ride a horse. And they do their own thing anyway. Like, what do they do? Or do they run around? Mm. What do they want to do? They want to go run around somewhere interesting, because you're legit just guiding them. They've got a mind of their own. People think that's scary, but I've kind of liked that. Because in a car, if you like get dazed at the wheel, the car's gonna go off the road. But if a horse, if you ride a horse enough, it knows the trails. So if you head in this direction, it'll just keep going home. You don't have to steer it. You just fucking chill and it just goes on its way and you just get to decide the speed. And the more you get a bond of it, the more it trusts you. And there's like a thing with the Amish people is the Amish people get drunk as fuck, fall asleep at the fucking stirrups and the horse will take them home. What a That's me. It's classy as fuck. Yeah. Mm. Was it you who showed me the video of like those cowboys like breaking in the horse? Mm-mm. Bro, I, I saw a like quick little video on it and it took them ages. They like got a, like got a, ran up to a couple of wild horses, uh, eventually like got one, put it in a paddock and just for like eight hours, they were just trying to ride it, trying to get it. And eventually the horse just broke, gave in and like now they ride. That's crazy. It's like now that's a, his partner. Yeah. Is one of your goals to like, because you obviously have an interest in horses now, like you sort of feel like you want to ride one. Mm. Do you see yourself as like a retired old man with a horse? 
Or is it just a side hustle? Nah, definitely something I want to do now. Mm. And like, can you can you ride a horse without a saddle? Because that's like something I bareback. Yeah, it's hard as fuck. Like I want to do that. Yeah, because mm. you could probably definitely do it, but probably start be, with the saddle. Yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to like work up to it. Yeah, because you're holding the mane and you oh. haven't got really any control. I just feel bad about that. Like holding onto the hair. Like I think. I, I think like you just have to have a trust in the horse more mm. than like giving a fuck about if the horse is like because yeah. the horse can just get rid of you if it wants it just bucks yeah. and they shoot horses that rear up often because it's a it can kill people mm. you know you've seen the, the, the meme where the where the horse jumps up and lands on the chick mm. there's that fucking meme and it just goes like that when horses do that they often get shot because they're just the, they're murderous horses they kill cunts because imagine a horse landing on you you know wouldn't kill it no that's what they do legit they do I know I'll just release it the release it into the wild what do you mean like if it if it can't deal with humans then it wasn't built for dealing with humans just yeah. put it back in the wild but then you put a horse that isn't built for our wild you know true yeah it's been it, like, it'll fuck up the, the forests and stuff it'll probably join a herd down in the mountains but yeah horses aren't native to Australia are they nah they got the hard horse which fucks up our native wildlife and native like what uh, plant life oh wow yeah it's that's the thing with uh, introduced species like hoofed animals like cattle and pigs and shit when they roam is because Australian like you think about Australian animals mm. all padded feet so our, our vegetation which has grown up with padded feet animals over that. thousands of years mm. so you bring in real hard hoofed animals they break up the soil and then it seeps the moisture seeps out and it dries up the fucking the the um the surroundings but it's different in uh, Africa because they got hard hoofed animals for thousands yeah. of years the trampling actually creates vegetation so it's crazy like the difference between environments and biodiversity is yeah. everything How it, like a, oh my god yeah mm. that's ridiculous yeah shit I just love how Australia like you're meant to burn down the trees to like mm. regrow again mm. Mm. And, and it's such like we legit have like eucalyptus oil heaps flammable it's just mm. in the trees of course it's meant to burn like I just feel bad for the koalas I hope they get out in time you know I wonder if they have like a sixth sense where they can just sense it's coming and they just mm. bolt because how have they survived if they're, they're that fucking slow they're really stupid animals <sighs> poor things Aver- yeah the Aver- aboriginals like did it different like uh, the way they backburn and stuff mm. like they would go into the middle of the bush and then light the fire so it would kind of spread out like a ring mm. and so the animals can run away instead of like a massive wall coming towards them what do you mean like what do you mean what do i mean like they have a ring so it goes out like that right like they light it in like the middle of the forest kind of yeah and so like it kind of spread out kind of evenly yeah so animals could escape instead of just one massive wave like we do basically didn't they use fire for hunting? Wasn't that what they did? They'd set the fire light and then have... They'd well, call them into valleys well, and shit. Because that's what, that's what native tribes in Africa do as when well. When the bushfires were going on uh, and they were talking about back, back burning and stuff and Aboriginal was like talking about it. Mm. They said, this is the way that like our culture has done it. Yeah. So... I'm not sure what the original intention was. I'm not, I'm not sure if they did it for revegetation or they did it for hunting. I think it was mostly for revegetation. Oh, really? Yeah, they noticed how it would just regrow and spark. Wow. Because I'm pretty sure it fertilizes the soil or something. The charcoal and shit. Yeah, like... Sorry. Seeds in... I think it's the fern. 
like that, they thought that like species were going extinct or something just up here mm. um and then when the bushfires ripped through because of the fire the like shells cracked and landed in the soil and by the time the fire had passed they were just respurting mm. and like thousands of them came back to life and like, what the fuck yeah legit some native pods that we have are activated through fire mm. crazy it's ridiculous Oh. Yeah, you got you drive past uh like severely burnt bushland and you just see the black trees with the vibrant green new growth coming out mm, of it. That's like, almost, it was instant I when I went it. down in a rumor. It was like a week or two after and there was that much green coming out of yeah. the trees. It was insane. You just Beautiful. hope that all the bugs and shit and all that diversity within that lives there, you know. You, of course the vegetation's gotta be alright, but I hope that the animals somehow can escape because if they're too big they're fucked eh? mm. like kangaroos running away koalas especially like if you you remember going down that massive mountain towards like on the way to Naruma yeah like that was all burnt through imagine like trying to be a whatever the hell up going the up or going yeah. down or across would have been shit house. yeah being being a kangaroo would be a, cr- a crazy life though. Mm. Just vibing, Bam, fighting, bro. bouncing around all day. That's a good living in the pouch. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Bad vibes. If you could be reincarnated into one animal, what would you be reincarnated into? Ooh. I think a bird of some sort. Mm. Maybe like a falcon or something. Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, you got the fucking para para something out. Falcon's the fastest bird in the world. Like, just fucking mm. launch. Actually, a condor because that would be I'd be in like South America mm. in Chile mm. it's like the national it's the national bird just soaring over and, and they're the, they're a scavenger bird aren't they pretty sure uh, I yeah. don't know too they're on like they're really high on the food chain yeah I watched a thing like of how important scavenger birds are for just cleaning up the the ecosystem like it's crazy how everything plays such an intense role and like, you know, they direct other animals to feeds and shit mm. and they're being preyed upon and they're endangered. And it's just every time one, every time one animal gets close to extinction, there's a documentary showing how important that animal is to the ecosystem. And everyone's like, oh, and then as we're trying to fix that one and other animals go into extinction, then there's another documentary going, but this frogs, bro, frogs go, everything's fucked. And we're like, oh, the fucking, fro- the bees, oh, everyone's freaking the fuck out. We just haven't even realized that everything is just as important as everything. Like, everything has its role. Mm. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Like, when people say, oh, I just wish the flies would go away, everybody understands. But I always think, like, what happens if they do go away? How much shit is going to be everywhere? Like, corpses and stuff. And even, like, feces as well. Wait, the what go away? Like, flies and shit like that. Just, like, insects that, like, break down. Feed on, like, yeah decomposing shit yeah that's a shit reincarnation though yeah would you even know yeah you wouldn't know you wouldn't have anything you'd be loving life bro an abundance of everything two two weeks you're a fly fuck it yeah you're (laughs) right you convinced me like imagine like being a fly and just loving shit like like you're at a tip you're like you live for that shit yeah bro just your little arms (laughs) yeah you're yeah, bro, landing. Like, and like, oh my, you're just constantly orgasming at shit. Like, you land, you're like, guys, look, you're just like scrunching it up and just. And then, and then you die and you become something else. <laughs> you got like a 90% chance if something's trying to hit you, you can get out of there. 
Because flies are like pretty hard to freaking hit, bro. Them. Fucking Imagine that being able to see like basically I'm jealous to that now. much, bro. Like that's the limited around them. Like that's the only thing they can't see behind them. Yeah. That much range, it's and they can take off at any angle. It's crazy how um if you're a predator, your eyes are facing forward, and if you're like the prey, like birds, side. your eyes are like always looking around you. Yeah. What always. about sharks? Sharks. Yeah. Sharks. Like there, aren't they? Sharks are like here, aren't they, on the side? I don't know, maybe what it's different for what animals. Maybe it's different. Mm, aquatic. But usually um, that's a like general term, like mm. especially for shit, mammals yeah. in particular, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, better like range of vision, I guess. Well, yeah, if you're hunting you don't you don't worry about what if you're hunting it like you're not worrying if anyone's hunting you. Your mm. only object is looking for the thing you're yeah. hunting. That'd yeah. be so weird, it's like a cheetah or some kind of animal like predator that lives around like buffaloes and shit and they're just like yeah fucking on the main shit i can get whatever i want and then they come across a like crocodile mm. for the first time like oh do yeah. they know that they're like Below up the it. very top what crocodiles no like no, like lions, tigers, cheetahs. Do they? Obviously, not really tigers as such, but but cheetahs aren't as high as you think. Like cheetahs are pretty, um, like on the predator scale, they're pretty low on the predator scale. Like other mm. cats can fuck cheetahs up. Yeah, they're just very agile and fast. Like that's all they got going for them. Mm. Speaking of cheetahs, have you? I saw like there was this technique in Africa where they would long distance hunt cheetahs. Yeah, subsistence hunting. I was just going to say this, yeah. If like the cheetah will beat you, it will gap, but if you just keep s- running. Keep running, keep on it, it will eventually crawl like climb a tree or tire out. Just keep going. They Shit. can't keep going. Yep. That's and and you can hunt a cheetah. And that's what they did in Africa. Like they would get long distance runs. They still do it. Yeah. Oh, How long yeah. are they running for, bro? Ages. Yeah, yeah, they'll do that Probably for like 12 hours or like 14. 12 hours, bro. Imagine. Oh, actually, I've got... No, nah, that's just a... I just threw that out there. I'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like in a podcast, you have to like put yourself up on that shit. You're like, yeah, 12 hours. Yeah, fuck yeah, That sounds that good, eh? Oof. Yeah, because that's what they do. In like the African tribes, they would send like young boys out to hunt a lion. Mm. And you think like, okay, fuck hunting a lion. But in reality, they do exactly what you said. They find a lion away from its pride mm. and then they'd approach it it would try and attack him they'd fucking have a spear they'd fend it off and then it would go this isn't worth it i'm gonna might i might die here because they're thinking it's purely primal survival they'll run away and you just gotta fucking chase it and chase <laughs> it and, and then eventually <laughs> it pants and it goes especially a predator they're fast twitch opportunistic they're not like a wildebeest or a gazelle that just gaps forever mm. like that's such a cra- like I feel like we don't get enough credit for how good humans have been physically, not just intellect, you know? Someone had to test that. Like, someone didn't know that that was possible and then someone chased a cheetah for that. Just chased it down. Like, what a big dick. <laughs> BBC. That's why the Kenyans have big dicks and skinny <laughs> legs, bro. They're just constantly just running down fucking predators. Oh my. And, like, apparently they're too, like cocaine leaves mm. so it's not like pure cocaine but it's like some amounts of cocaine so it's like they're on edge so like their senses are heightened yeah. it's crazy yeah it just shows like 
how we as a Western culture like abuse drugs when like they're really just plants that are just like they can be used beneficially, but we abuse mm. them. But we also concentrate them so much, yeah. like. But well, that's abusing, like. Yeah. We abuse, like there's these cocaine leaves, and then we like, I don't know the process. We like mulch them down. Yeah. yeah. Petrol and. Yeah, we take out all the little things of it. Yeah, but you could say what is abuse is to con- say you cleanly concentrate a cocaine leaf, mm. cocoa leaf or whatever it is. Yeah, whatever is that, is that abuse? Do you think? Is, is abuse, f- like, would you say abuse is to, like, take away from nature and, 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 and alter? Well, you're taking more than you need. Like, yeah. when you're, when you're, like, what do you call it? Making it more potent. Mm. So, yeah, you're, you're using more than you need. Like, apparently you can chew, like, a couple hundred grams of coca leaves and you'll get, like, the effect of one dose yeah. of, like, a line of cocaine or some shit. Yeah. Interesting, hey. And these these just grow mm. in the fucking forest. But like with everything, like tobacco, in in um South American culture, tobacco is a very um it's a plant medicine. Mm. It can be used as medicine, but here in West Western culture, you know, we smoke a pack a day, we abuse it and then it becomes it's a it's a health detriment, like but it doesn't have to be. Like if you if you use it ritualistically, maybe like once a month, like sure it does have some but everything kills you yeah actually. everything kills you but we abuse it and there's like a massive difference in that i think 100 percent. yeah you nailed it on the head with that like we are just abusive with yeah just overusing it and creating creating a problem out of nothing just based on our own greed mm. like we are just so hungry for experience hungry for more, more indulgence more. we're just fucking gluttons as a culture 100 percent mm. I think if you separate yourself from that, it, it can be a powerful thing because, you know, you pull yourself back from the desire for everything. I feel like everyone's trapped in just chasing down, like wanting to eat the best food and wanting like the worst food as well. Like it's crazy that the best food is the worst food. Like that's ridiculous. Mm. Mm. And it's like, you can't eat the best thing 24 seven because it's going to kill you. It's like, how does that make sense? It's the yin and the yang, you know, it's the balance on the tightrope. you got to fucking hungry jacks one day and then just fucking salads for a week mm. that's not even that's not even mm. healthy though i don't that's i don't that's not even right to me i think like hungry jacks alternative steak and veg you know what 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 works for someone is different for everyone that's the hardest thing is the balance i think oh definitely fuck mm. sorry pardon me pardon you not good enough <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about this um, this saying. I was I was at work, and I was listening to "Don't Fear the Reaper" by Blue Oyster Cult, and there was the, I heard I thought I heard this lyric, but it turns out I just completely hallucinated it. Mm. It was uh, "Greedy for Happiness," and I like was like, "Oh, that's a fucking wig out phrase." I've never heard that before. So I run up to my I was on a roof, and I ran up to like my phone and like typed it out in notes, and I was like, "I'm gonna think about this later," and then I looked at the lyrics, and then the lyrics were not even in it. I just imagined this phrase came mm. out of fabric and I was just like think about this because I, I for me it's rich so I was wondering like what does before I tarnish it for you with my preconceptions of it what do you think greedy for happiness would mean to you hmm greedy that's that's a deep hmm do you have anything else 
greedy for happiness, selfishness. Hmm. Why and like do anything by any means to be happy for you. And what does that result in? What do you? What's the byproduct of that? Hurting others. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Could be even like damaging the environment, depending on what you're fucking doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. My, I'd be like, if you're greedy for happiness, I would say like, you're rejecting sadness, and everyone gets sad, so you just have to accept it. Okay. Like, yeah. And like in Buddhism, um, life is suffering. Legit. You're gonna suffer. Yeah. All your wants are gonna suffer. Like all your wants are gonna make you feel suffering. So. Mm. So you think like, being greedy for happiness could be, uh. Uh, yeah, a reluctance to feel sadness, and that would fill your life with like a shallow husk of a life because you're it's fleeting, it's just shallow searches, mm. and that'll end up in more suffering. Yeah, like you're denying your sadness, and then maybe like you would seek other substances or other things to make you happy when really you just have to accept that you're going to be sad, you're yeah, you, you're gonna have some fucking troubles in your life, mm. but that's what makes happiness happy like because there's the contrast of yeah again it's the yin and the yang it's the good and the bad and you can either i was looking at i was watching a video like in like this guy talking about yin and yang and i was like he was saying you can either view it as the good versus evil or you can view it as the good and the evil in a dance you know, yeah. they chase each other in a dance. It's a tango. You know, that's life. Yeah. It's experiencing the good and the bad and taking everything from everything in the best, in, in, in a productive way, you know? Yeah. That's helped me a lot when I'm sad. I'm like, kind of like reveling in the sadness. Like, mm. because I'm sad now, I know it's not going to be forever. Yeah. And I'm going to be happy. Mm. And then like, because I'm sad now, I will know what happiness is. Yeah. That's, I don't know. I think that's a uniquely human experience. Like, if a god could not experience that, you know? Or, um, sadness. The, the, the human, ex- I think it's a purely human experience to, like, you have to be mortal to understand what this is. Mm. They they would have a conceptual understanding, but, you know, everyone everyone thinks about, like, aspiring for, like, you know, like, I want to be like Jesus or whatever. And like Jesus would be part of a God. But I think like we don't give ourselves enough credit for, you know, the power of being a mortal, you know, like being a mortal, not immortal, you know, like understanding that sadness and happiness make each other valuable, you know, because why are you sad? Because you're not happy. Why are you happy? Because you're not sad. And mm. it's just like that relationship is a mortal, rela- is a mortal relationship. Do you think your consciousness is mortal? Because I know my body is mortal. Yeah. But I'm still figuring out whether my consciousness is mortal. Bro, you're going to be figuring that out until mm. you're fucking dead. Yeah. yeah. You Can't say. There's yeah. no answer. Like, you can you can hint at it. I would like to say it's immortal, but I don't think I would know. Because if it, if it was immortal and I knew, I'd fucking... I wouldn't be here. I'd be fucking. I know. I know everything. I'd just be doing whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Like I might have amnesia and be an immortal soul. I don't know. I couldn't say, but it's good to think about it. It's good to ponder that. Yeah, because if you die, where you go? Does my soul leave my body? But yeah, I have a firm belief that myself is not my body. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people don't have... I feel like a lot of people... That's a... It's like... Interesting idea. It's the them. illusion of the self. Yeah. Like, I just think... We are talking about it before. And you, you boys disagreed with me, but... Like, how we're born without... um, Like... Pre- predispositions. Yeah, like, you're just born without any mental... Like, you're not thinking about, like, oh, this is bad, this is good. You're just born clean. And then yeah. as you grow up, your environment shapes... Yeah. Your ideas and your conception of yeah what's what's everything yeah I, after having that conversation just by coincidence i was watching a youtube video by uh this psychologist jung and he was he defines the 12 archetypes which is with that define the self so like you have yourself and then you build your ego out of yourself and like an ego death mm. is the destruct the destruction of your ego this is psych- psychologically th- speaking, not psychedelically speaking, because like the psychedelic ego death is different. I I would think I don't think it's because in a psychedelic ego death it'd be, I there is no me, there's no there's no self. I literally die. I do not exist anymore. I am, you know, one or whatever. But this is more like your ego is broken down, and what's left is your self, and your self is an archetypal definition of humans, and humans all fit into the twelve. Oh. And it's just like, you know, you have, there's one, there's a really interesting one called the magician and it's a person, it's such a mysterious, uh, this young guy, he's like a genius, like really revered by psychologists and very like intelligent people. And I'm just trying to scratch at the surface mm. of what he has to offer. You know, I'm just looking at YouTube videos like, Ooh. and like, he was like talking about the, the magician and it's this archetype where it's the guy who is successful, but no one knows how, like money just he just he's just money just appears with him you know like whatever this guy does he just makes money no one understands how and this is an archetype of someone who understands society and the world in an almost mystical manner so they can just apply themselves they can't they don't know why they do it but they just know what to do to be to get whatever they want and it's a i think that's a super weird archetype like why by the belief of what they're saying so by archetype do you mean like that this they were gonna go through this no matter what like they were born into this yeah it's like it's built mm. within them yeah I don't believe in that yeah but it's it, even if you don't believe in it I think it's an interesting thought experiment to say these things were developed within you right you can say you were born with it you can say you weren't but these archetypes are recognized across society and you know obviously yeah. that might be an outlier but majority of humans fit within these archetypes and have attributes of multiple of them so what is an archetype of the magician of the guy who knows how shit works so well that that no one else can even understand like he can't explain it he just knows what to do she he or she knows what to do that is mystical to me like how is that a per like think about the mind of that person hmm. who can just look at life what they have what they want and just understand what knobs to turn to get what they want. Like, that is crazy. I don't, but I don't think anyone is born with that. I think you would have to go through experiences and you would have to seek experiences to shape that mindset. Yeah, but you think that. You don't know that. True. 100%. Yeah. So, that, even as a, as I say, a thought experiment, you know, you could say your from your view, 
what experiences would some like this is even more interesting from your point of view what experiences would someone have to go through to have this understanding of the world like that like do they need a mentor like what yeah it's crazy it is crazy and sorry i'm talking so much but it's interesting. i i wanted to like share something maybe you have to say something about it but i was like like people's minds because i'm stuck in my mind it always interests me of like like your mind like how do you think about shit you know like yeah. the when you choose to speak and when you choose to listen and and you know what you choose to do with your day what what desires you have like it all makes up your personality and i don't have like the faintest grip of even understanding how like complex you are like mm. that's one thing that is like so amazing about humans like how true like we can just call someone an asshole and just wipe them off this mm. off our mind but it's like think about the complexity of an individual think about how complex you are think about complex the person you know the most about you don't even know how complex they are mm. and think about the stranger they're just as complex as you like yeah. all the little nuances and fucking experiences that make them them it's crazy i like i thought about that like how if you tell a story about yourself or like about your life like you're just you're giving like a brief overview yeah you're trying to wrap your whole life into this little mm. thing and then someone who's listening like takes that and thinks that maybe they have like this whole understanding of you when really like you're so much more complex than yeah. you could ever even explain like yeah. you've got so much more experiences and also the individual telling that story decides what they want to share yeah. you know they won't share that they cheated on their ex when they when they're fucking 25 or some bullshit like they they'll pick they'll nitpick on what they want to share and also that person as i like with the recognition recognition where you witness something and then apply cognition to it and take it in through your brain them saying that they did this job and they're proud of it you could lose that and go fuck that you know like mm. you don't even get an accurate representation of who they want to be projected as so it's just like, why fucking worry about what anyone thinks of you? Like, you just got to fucking do you as it is, you know? 100%. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, you can't be stressing about what other people think of you, for sure. Because yeah. like you guys just said, it's they only get the surface level of who you are and that is something you can easily judge someone or like make a uh, idea of, of someone like, they could just tell you one thing that you might disagree with and you could just and you might not know them that well and from then on you could just be like okay they're weird or i don't like them because they think this when they could just be exactly like you but they just think about this topic a different way yeah yeah you've actually like got to dive in you have to it's like with anything, you, like with you training for wrestling, you, you're only going to get better by like going more to the training center. Mm. It's exactly like with a relationship or a friendship. You're only going to get better at it by like... Showing up. Going up. Like, yeah, making, like going to, I don't know, the movies, like a dinner, yeah. whatever. You're only going to get, like, get to know someone by doing that. Yeah. And a lot of people just go, oh... I, I'd rather take just the surface level. Mm. 
Well, no, I wouldn't even say it's a lot of people would like to take the service level. I think it's just a lot of people like, I don't know, sticking to what they already know. Yeah. I think yeah. you reach a certain age where you just get comfortable. Comfort zones. I'm mm. scared of that. And like you go, all right, cool, this is my friend group. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Which I thought like a while ago, this is how it was going to be like, mm. I'm like open to new people, but this is this is it. Like, and then you and Finn came along. Yeah. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You Guess can, not. It's healthy to be satisfied. Like we're lucky, we're satisfied with our friends. But you can always be open to new beautiful people to come into your life. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you just decide if you like them. If you like them, they're your friends now. Like that's I I love just the the fucking purity of just like. A new friend. Like, I used to be scared to, like, make new friends. And now I'm like, oh, this is... I get to, like, meet a person. Like, yeah. mm. so special. It's just, like, the childlike wonder. It's like, I fe- it's like I've grown up. Like, you know when a kid meets a kid on a playground? And mm. they're like, do you want to be my friend? Yeah, you can be my friend. Yeah, yeah. And they just fucking be friends. Somewhere along the line growing up, you lose that. And I'm trying to, like, get back to that. I'm trying to like remove the fucking. The oh, you want to sleep over? What? You want to sleep over? Yeah, bro. I'll ask my mom. You ask your mom. <laughs> fucking hide from him when the mom picks you up. But I want to like take off this fucking, like system that they've put on me, like subconsciously. Yeah. I put it on myself probably. I probably like cemented into my personality. Yeah, I heard a kid. He was like, he asked this other kid. He was like, "Do you like pancakes?" He was like, "Yeah." He was like. Do you want to be my friend? <laughs> it's just easy as that. They're probably going to have a lit friendship now. They're just going to... How do we become... Do you like pancakes? <laughs> yeah. Like, how did you and Finn initially become friends? Do you remember the moment you became friends? No, we were just... We always played basketball. And then, I guess, we had classes in the same direction. So, we yeah. just started talking and then... So, did you guys find yourself individually meeting? Or were you within the group and then through the group, you f- met each other? Yeah. 100% to the group yeah. and we yeah and what drew you to it's always like it's drew probably a weird bas- question drew me to basketball no what drew you to be friends with Finn like what do you like about him <laughs> it's a weird question but like I, I genuinely just, don't remember yeah um, <clears throat> yeah I don't know we, we always used to oh because we would play with each other because yeah Finn was good at basketball and I was just starting so I would always just play with him yeah to get better yeah and so he would like carry us and then yeah every time we would just like I would just do something crazy Finn would just G me off (laughs) (laughs) he'd gas you up yeah he would gas me up yeah that's fat that's nice Mm. like he supported you when yeah he would pick me because like I wasn't a scorer but I would grab rebounds. Like, I would just come out of nowhere. Hustle. Just, yeah. And so Finn was like, I want that guy. He saw potential in yeah. you. He saw a hard worker, you know? And then, yeah, I guess that's actually, yeah, that's that would be how our friendship started. That's not, that's pure as fuck. I, I love just the initial, like, at that moment in time, you're just like, oh, Finn's all right. Like, you would yeah. never have thought of him to be, like, like long-distance friend, like, hanging out yeah. for years, like... Didn't even like think about that. I was just taking it for what it is, and then it grew. Mm. Mm. And then you look back on that, and you go, "Wow, that was nice." Yeah, it's like you can being present and enjoying it. It's hard. Mm. Like how me and you, Gus, we legit went to school 
for like a whole year. I didn't really talk to you. I didn't even like, yeah, I just remember a new kid and that yeah. was it. I don't even remember until, I, I honestly think I started talking to you, in t- oh, maybe, I think it was you too. Must have been. No, do you, do you not remember how we met? No. Nope. Do you oh, not remember how we met? No. It doesn't even, it doesn't upset me. because. Okay. Do <laughs> you not remember how we met? No, I'm just surprised you didn't because I remember it so well, yeah, You might jog my memory, but. You will remember. Okay. Gary at Outfit, mate. Onslow Oval. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. We, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro. Shit. Do you go to my school? Yeah, I go to your yeah. school. What you in? You won. I'm in year one. What class you in? I'm in the same class yeah. as you. Are we best friends now? Yeah, we're best friends yeah. now, bro. We just <laughs> fucking... Oh, it's linked up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, our dads went pers- like went to a personal trainer back in the day when we were in year one down at Onslow Oval. And I remember one Saturday morning early, dad's like, just come with me to, to PT and just hang out. And I was just like, for whatever reason, yeah. I, just, I decided on that day. I never one time I ever went. Like yeah. the one time I ever fucked. Yeah, or maybe I went a couple times. I remember doing chin up bars at the cattle fucking thing, and they were like, "Oh, this kid does chin ups," and I was like gassing myself. I'm like, "Yeah," like every fucking small white kid can do chin ups at that age. But I was like, "Yeah," I remember I showed up, and then your dad was just there, and I was like, "Didn't even know you. I didn't know your dad. I just went there, and then I see like you sitting up at the fucking steps on Onslow, and I was just like. Oh, there's another kid here. Like, it's crazy that, like, when you're in year one, you don't even think about it. You're like, oh, another kid my age? Ah, just go walk, talk. Go talk, hang out. And then we just, like, discover that we're in the same, go to the same school, in the same class, same year group. And we hadn't spoken to each other before this. Like, what a wig out. And then we just, like, hung out that one off, that one morning, left. Then we came to school together. Just been friends ever since. Mm. Like, I struggle to remember how I became friends with even... Like you boys, including Matt. Mm. Like, oh, Matt's probably. I remember how I came friends with Matt, but it was we instantly became friends because mm. we went out to. Uh, I don't know what we we're doing. It might have even been a movie, and Chris was just hyping me up to Matt, and Matt. Uh, Chris was hyping Matt, uh, me up to Matt. Well, I probably just repeated myself. The hype man. Vice versa. Um, and at that point, I was just kind of like, man, I feel like we need to, well, I need more friends. Yeah. Like I, because I'm a bit socially, like, I'm too closed off. And I don't know, for whatever reason, after that night, I got Matt's Snapchat. And the next day, when I was on my way to work, I just messaged him and I was like, man, you're a sick cunt. He's like, yeah man like and we were you just like, that initial like yeah, yeah. i like you you like me it's and like a boyfriend like, yeah, bro, like oh yeah you're actually a mad kind as well eh? and i was like fucking oh yeah this is that's lit um with finn first time i met him because chris was like oh you need to meet finn you need to meet finn and i was working at st greg's so a common denominator in this scenario yeah chris, chris is just always like fucking yeah you guys would be fucking sick yeah that's how i met you guys yeah, yeah. Chris. he gasses gus up so, so much and i'm like <laughs> fucking get off me bro <laughs> no respect bro i love you um but uh yeah when me and finn first met i shook his hand and he looked away like he's like oh yeah and then i said that to chris no when chris said to me that finn says that i had a poor handshake or something like that and i was like and then i instantly said to chris i was like well, tell him he needs to look at me in the eyes when he shakes my hand next time. And then I thought there was going to be a bit of beef from that, but we just were friends after that. Wow. 
Yeah, and with you, I just rocked up to the you garage. Were, you just know when up, I was like, oh, Christian, like, yeah, <laughs> like you know when you guys like you'll have someone to, that's a friend, and they'll kind of just be hanging around, like how you were like with Kevin. Mm. You call him a friend, I guess. Mm. I don't know if you did or not, but podcast haven't even out yet. The audience doesn't even know the the story with oh, Kevin. Oh, It'll happen. Read. We're running it back, you know, in like yeah. a week or something. And then just through like a slow build up. Like like now call you my mate, hmm. like a brother. Like just from it wasn't like anything instant. It's like been a slow build up because I am a shy person and I like struggle to kind of. It's very like on it's a weird day. because you you identify yourself as a shy person, but if you never told me that, I wouldn't categorize you as a shy person. Mm. Like you don't act shy around. Like, yeah, I guess you are around the boys. Yeah, and that's like really the only situation i've seen you in but true it's crazy how like we've all got like these perceptions of ourselves and yeah yeah you're probably right like i think i wouldn't be shy if i'm like put in if all of all of us boys were put in a group and there was like one or two strangers there i don't think i'd be too sh- like shy mm. i think i'd be still saying the same the stuff but if it was of the boys but if yeah if it was the other way around where i'm that one or two pe- people in that group like that's new to that group or something i'd be like yeah, that's interesting, hey. Like, I'm shy relatively outside, but not shy at all on this podcast or with the boys. Like, I'm the mm. I'm a loud as fuck, but that's yeah. the thing. You at say wrestling, that. I'm quiet as like I'm quiet. I'm nice to guys, but like I keep my head down. You know, I'm just doing the work. That's the thing. You say that I went to fucking wrestling, and as soon as I get there, because like I was just there for a free trial shit. Mm. And Harry's just like fist bumping everybody in the room. That's just saying, the vibe. Hey. That's the culture. He was like, "Hey, yeah, having a conversation with people." And I'm just there, like, <laughs> no, so that was fucked. No, nah. oh. that was when he like got me to go, but oh, the nicotine got to him. He had yeah, <laughs> and yeah, then he fucking crazy. died. <laughs> he got it's fucking so into the dirt, bro. It's a struggle. He's regrouping <laughs> slowly. Next year, bro. Same time. <laughs> Fuck off. Same time next year. What is your plan though? Um, well, I'm not sure if I need to get this wrist fixed now, because mm. it plays up for one or two days and then it goes away. Well, just get it, just get it fucking fixed. But that's the thing. If I go there, they'll just be like, "We can't do anything about it because it's too small." Because it'll flare up and get big. Well, tell them to do that. You're the fucking patient. Yeah, but they're tell like, them what to do. It'll lit- we can we can't do anything. It's like a millimeter big. Live yeah. on the podcast, we fucking pop it. Can you fucking Jeez yourself, worry. I'm not smash my tendons. Fucking, what are they ah, called? So. We're just trying to help you, man. No, I'm not listening to your Dr. <laughs> Cat bullshit with the fucking. Yeah. You can lead a horse to water, guys, man. Yeah, bro. You can't make a fucking drink. Yeah. You can also ride it bareback and pull its fucking hair. Mm. Good. You ever thought about getting. You did karate, didn't you? Mm. You ever think about getting back into that? Yeah, I want to. Because I want to get back into martial arts. Mm. So I'm thinking of just finishing karate. Because I never got to the black belt. Okay. I've just finished what I started. Yeah. What did you get to? I was only like a green belt. And the champ. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking no. Well, I actually looked back at my trophies. I came second one year and then first two years later. Yeah. And like, I always used to be like cringy about like, oh, I never used to be proud about it. Yeah. But like one of my mates recently just like got into me like, you should be proud of that. Like that's a You definitely should. Definitely. And right. I was used to, like, even just recently I was like, mm, no, boys don't talk about that. Like, mm. But it's like, I fucking did that. Just like, trying to be humble. You yeah, know? Like, like, I did that. Oh, like, 
Sometimes I need to be proud of myself and yeah. let it let it loose. For sure. Hmm. Yeah, that's something I struggle with. The constant desire to be like not desire, like I want to be humble, and it's just like I don't. You don't want to allow yourself that, like ego trip yeah. of just like f- allowing yourself to recognize your 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 uh, your like uh, achievements mm. Mm. yeah that's something like i hate as well just being constantly shouting like compliments like yeah. what do you do with it thanks that's yeah. what you do I'm being a wanker. I'm never constantly fucking shouting compliments, but when I get complimented, I like put a fucking guard up. I'm like, all right, fuck off now. Like, yeah. I accept and deflect. Yeah, bro. <laughs> bro, you look good. Bro, you, you, you look good tonight. Yeah. Ooh, bro, you yeah. look good tonight. You get out of there, yeah, bro. <laughs> fuck that. Can you take compliments though? Like, I think I've learned to. I was like, yeah, thanks, and then like really, like yeah, accept a compliment, like feel good about you like really feel good about yourself because mm. i used to like yeah like you said deflect it fuck it off just <laughs> keep doing what you're doing but yeah. like yeah i think it's good to accept compliments and yeah to yeah be like, proud of yourself it's not yeah like i one compliment is good enough for me because once people keep going yeah yeah or like a whole bunch of people will go like good on you or something like that then i'm like all right everybody mm. fuck off even though internally I'm like, this makes me feel good. What is that, do you think? Why do you think we feel like that? Is it because we just don't want to be perceived as cocky? Pride, I guess. Pride would almost seem like you'd be the opposite. Well, it's like we all want to be humble. Yeah, like, mm, yeah, true. I don't know. Be humble in taking compliments? Like, is it social pressure of not wanting to seem superior to others? No. That's, a, that's sort of how I feel. Like, I don't want to, like, if I do something well, I don't want to sort of flex on it. Like, I don't like to flex at all. Because um, it's like, I don't want to seem like I'm anything. I just like to fucking be like, I want to stay on the same level as ever. I don't want to be aspired to. I don't want to be like looked up at. Like, I'm just like, oh, cool. Like, yeah. and that's sort of like, I feel like if I just keep ingratiating myself and keep like talking how good I am, people are going to be like, what the fuck is this guy like think he is? And like, I just don't want to even want to get to that presumption of even allowing that thought of mm. me i don't know if it was that mine was just mm. i genuinely didn't even recognize it as an accomplishment like yeah. i didn't i didn't recognize it and then i just had to, someone had to be like bro one <laughs> fucking nationals yeah i'm like yeah fuck yeah and but did it come easy to you no are you fucking grinded yeah yeah so but that's interesting that you don't feel it was like I didn't really enjoy it. Like my mum made me do karate, and like yeah, I think I enjoyed it early on, but definitely later on I didn't enjoy it. Yeah, but it was good for me. Would you? Are you? Are you attracted to any other martial arts besides karate? Oh, I love I love them all. Yeah, like, I want I love all martial arts, and I want to really master them and dive deep into them. But yeah, first you need money to pay for lessons, or like it depends how deep you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, mm. but I want to finish what I started, like karate. Like I've got a base in it. I only made it to green belt, but obviously I've got like the capabilities. So just finish what I started, get to the black belt. Yeah, you have the and syllabus behind you. You already know. Mm. Yeah, and then I want to get into like BJJ and, and boxing. And what else? Just normal jujitsu, judo. Yeah, judo. Cool. 
you know, jujitsu as well. And jujitsu is blown up because of fucking Joe Rogan and shit. Everyone just loves it now. Mm. It's so interesting. I love grappling. I need to learn it. Yeah. Yeah, same. Because in karate, you just learn basic throws and like how to. I guess there's like yin and yin and yang. Like you can you can strike someone, but if someone strikes you, like you can pull them and like use yep. their energy against them and yep. like lots of that. Mm. But different um different styles of martial arts de- teach like different mentalities and different ways to approach a situation. It's crazy. Yeah. Like you don't even know like wrestling. Like you're you're down there. You're 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 like fighting with it's your completely hands. different style. Yeah. yeah. And with karate, it's like if someone punches you, like sidestep. Like, use their energy against them. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's, like, bits of that in wrestling, but... Yeah, yeah well, a massive part of wrestling is if, if you're the weaker guy, you want to be faster, better technique, and you want to use their technique against them, you know what I mean? Like, mm. if, you know, he shoots on you, you want to be able to get out of the way and then scoot around to the back and just, like... Like, if you get them in a clinch like that... Sorry, audio listeners... You get him in a clip, so you get your left hand behind, around behind the neck, and you get the right arm behind the tricep. Mm-hmm. You want to like pull them in a direction, and then they'll adjust for that. And then you slide your hand behind the head behind the tricep, and you'll pull them around. So then you get them off guard, and you step around, cut the corner, and then boom, their hips open. Yeah. So it's a lot of shit like that. It's a lot of angles, and like there's a lot of commonalities against martial arts. It's just getting the edge. 100%. Hmm. Like Taekwondo would be super interesting. Just all the spinning and the the kicks. What's the kicking like in karate? Like, what 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 are the main kicks? Um, no, kicking is pretty good. And I like I don't want to g myself up, but that's like I was pretty good at kicks. Yeah, that's where like I shone, shone, shined. And then, like, you yeah, radiated the most. You, you, I think, yeah, like, kicks are pretty good in karate. You yeah. learn. To strike the whole body, like from the legs to the head. Yeah. Like I can't even do a head kick anymore. My legs are that tight. <laughs> but that's what I used. Like I would just, like I had this technique where like I would kick with the right foot, fake them out, and then bring it, and like whip it around, and like people just couldn't de- like deflect that. What's that called? Question mark kick. I don't even know. I like because we learned them in um Japanese, like yeah. the techniques and the names for them. So I don't really remember. Yeah. So how many people have you knocked out? Oh, it's not like in tournaments you don't um knock people out. Just points. Yeah, it's just points. So you wear headgear. No, no, you don't wear headgear. You don't wear any. The only thing you wear sometimes a groin guard. Yeah. Actually, that I just brought up a huge trick. That's why Go. In, when I when I came second in nationals, mm. um, some guy kicked me in the groin, and he didn't get a point deducted because I was wearing a groin guard. And then I was angry and I kicked him in the nuts. And then I got you a point deducted off me. And then I literally came second because of that. And so what did you learn from that? That's I a was, crazy I was lesson. Triggered. I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, why should he not get punished because I wore this protective gear? Would you come second and do that again if you were to run it back? No. Just, why, why did I do that? Like, mm. I should have just <laughs> fought him. Like Fucking killed him. Yeah. Spitting back into the liver, just killing. Yeah, yeah, those liver shots. That yeah, that's that always that would always suck. Just having something like that happen, because like 
most kind of things people will always see the retaliation but in a tournament like state you'd think that they probably would have seen that as something like ill intent to harm instead of actually just fight or yeah mm. like follow I don't know rules instead of yeah doing that because that's that's how I, at least as a ref I would like see that because although he could have kicked him in the balls intentionally like you retaliating going well fuck you I'm kicking you in the balls they're going okay he's done uh, that on purpose yeah, isn't yeah. he's just trying to fuck this kind yeah. of yeah <laughs> so yeah, I should mm. take yeah take responsibility for your actions like, yeah it's a good story that's funny as fuck Fucking yeah, fuck you. The nuts. <laughs> I was fucking, fucking, I would do the same as well, bro. Think like, about the stage you're on. Like, the fi- was it the finals? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. The final, you're like, yeah, fuck. You, you put it all on the line just to kick some kind of the nuts. <laughs> Respect. Oh, well. Live and you learn. Oh, well. Literally. You already won, you won it, didn't you, as well? Yeah, so it was mm-hmm. worth it. What's another medal? You already won it. Like, yeah. Fucking know. <laughs> What's another medal? Well, kind of wish I continued because, like, I had opportunities to go to Japan and train and stuff like that. That'd be cool. What's that? Obviously, at the time we couldn't afford it as well. But yeah, that would have been crazy. Bro. That would have ch- that would have changed a massive course of your life. I would be a different person, but yeah, so different. I'm happy where I am now. And if I did that, I wouldn't be where I am now. And so. you could do it. You could always do it now if you really so desire. Hundred percent. Yeah, because I'm still friends with um my master. He's the he was like that's probably the reason why I was so good because I was trained by literally the top um person in Australia. Wow. Oh she. Like and he's like well above like the next the next highest. Where's he based at? Well, I don't know anymore, but he was in Rosemeadow, which is was crazy. Where I live, my lo- my local just public um uh, school, yeah, and he taught there, and that's where I learned all my. Whoa, shit! And the way it works, like after you reach your black belt, there's like you have to wait certain times before grading, and like as you go higher, the time increases. So yeah. he's like an eighth dawn, so he has to wait like another ten years till he can like. Grade, grade again who grades him who are the masters he, he has to go to japan or something but, and that's why like you have to start oh young shit yeah and yeah that's crazy i love the i love just like <laughs> the fucking moviness of that like i will go to japan to be graded by the karate masters like they're like sitting there in a fucking Ooh. like with their legs crossed just watching your skill and they're like critiquing you and shit yeah I think like the highest you can get is 10th 10th down well and he's um, an 8th down he'll get there how old is he nah he's pretty old so I, I <laughs> he's getting 9th bro he's just off I don't know <laughs> do you think they just do you think they like just give it to him when they're that old no. fuck no how do they prove themselves like they're obviously not as good when they're like 30 or 40 well when you get older and like the techniques change and it's like a lot of the because we have kata do you know what kata is no it's like set movements that you have to like memorize and do yeah and um it's like a dance i guess but like with martial with like martial martial art movements yeah and a lot of like the advanced um katas are more about breath work 
Wow. And it, I've just like started thinking about it now, like recently. Like I used to fuck it off. Like I don't want to fucking breathe. It was like, but it was like deep breathing and like Get you in the forceful zone. breathing and like doing these movements. And it's it's all about like yeah, like yeah. the force and the the weight of your breath. And you did you did the move so you didn't concentrate on the breaths. Mm. Crazy, Cause, like cause I used to fuck it off, and now that like I'm more into breath work and yeah. like I know like the power of it, yeah. I'm like. I need to get into that. <laughs> Legit. Crazy how like when we're young, we just throw away these thousands of year old fucking knowledge. Like, oh, fuck that. Why would I breathe? And it's just masters have been doing it for thousands of years, killing cunts with karate. And like, yo, breathe. And we're like, nah, we know better. Hmm. Crazy. Like breathing at full force, like 100% of your energy it's fucking hard mm. and it takes fucking time to do that and it's mm. crazy energy as well it's effort mm. Mm. and there's like different ways to breathe like you can for you can focus on your inward breath or you can focus on your outward breath mm. and there's like different um like all, all these in between mm. crazy how's your experiments with Wim Hof gone have you kept doing it to be honest no <laughs> it's fucking it's scary bro like, how scary walk us through this like it 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 takes you into like your deeper like for me personally mm. like i just start getting really anxious and it's wow. hard to continue through it wow like i just feel a lot of energy i don't know if it's any well the scientific view of it is like you're depriving your brain of oxygen yep but like if and obviously you can believe that but like there's all these um like what's it called pseudo not pseudoscience anecdotal yeah. Like evidence, like if you talk to so many people, obviously you don't have to believe what's happening, but they will tell you like the, pr- what they felt like the relief and the process of it. And like, I just believe in that. So, yeah. And I found like, yeah, it's, it's hard to work through. You need to send me what exactly you're doing. Cause I want to, I want to try and do it too. What, 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 what breath, what, what technique are you using specifically to reach this point? What? Um, so the Wim Hof method, you you basically basically like breathe really fast for I don't know maybe two minutes. Yeah, and then you breathe out, and you hold that for as long as possible, and you go into your Zen place, and like you have to push past, and like it's fucked. Like your body will will know when to breathe, yep. but your mind will try to like convince you that you have to breathe now even though like you can last longer mm-hmm. and if you push past it like people are like you just fucking you can exp- like i don't know it changes with every person but yeah people have profound experiences yeah yeah right do you think a lot of those experiences would be how open a person is to having that experience do you yeah. think like coming with a pre pre predisposed idea of like oh this is just breathing you could stop yourself from reaching that if you do it i think you're gonna feel something yeah yeah like if you yeah it's fucked mm. i used to like fuck it off like just all this pseudoscience hippie like what the fuck is all that shit yeah do it try it <laughs> see what see what you fucking there's no harm in it yeah realistically see what you um what, what your conclusions are after mm. yeah legit yeah, I remember I got into, uh, I I did that a couple times and I, I I I didn't probably go deep enough or do it 
long enough to go where you went. But I remember feeling the the fuzzies and like mm. I was like this. I remember thinking this is crazy, and I didn't even like reach like the depths that 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 you said you reached. You know, and and people do it can do it for hours, and I was I could only do it for like a couple minutes because really? I was like freaking out. What do you think that tells you about yourself? Like how how would you how would you apply that knowledge that you've got? I'm just fucking. I need to um, just be able to sit with myself. Yeah, like I've I wanted to like practice lots of meditation, like zazen meditation. Yeah. There's like all these different types of meditation that you can do. I just want to try it and see how it fucking mm. if it can benefit me. Yeah, so you've had like the fear. So the fear has prevented you from doing it again. Mm. Because yeah, it's an intense experience. If the fear has prevented you, wow, like, this you, must have rocked you a bit. Um, yeah, it's wow. And like, cause there's a huge part of it. Like, you just have to let go yeah. and continue. Like, even when you, Scared. when you feel like shit, you you have to like continue. Let go of your fucking fear, and and that's like I can't. It's yeah, it's, it's a lot easier said than done. Yeah, you could say the fear is the fear of needing to breathe you know what i mean like your mind can be telling you the trick of saying you're gonna die and maybe that's it's, what i'm not it's not even freaking out about the like i'm gonna die it's yeah. just i don't know freaking out in general it's just like yeah in I your own head yeah yeah, mm. yeah bro <laughs> yeah and, i don't know and apparently um they're saying because obviously like this can release dmt into your brain and like some hypotheses, uh, like I think I've I might have said this to you, but have you ever like put down a dog or an animal? I've never been there, but I have. I've, we've done when it. When you when you put it down, like the, they start like breathing really fast, and like that's like a natural way of you dying. Like when you yeah. start dying naturally, you go <sighs> like you start breathing really heavily, and like th- this is like apparently it's like a way they've like hypothesized. That's how like some people come terms with death not maybe not that but like that's how like the dmt gets released into the brain they have yeah that's how the beginning of the death phase starts Mm. what a crazy fucking experience that will be i'm excited for it in a weird way like i'm excited for the fucking (gasps) what the fuck is it gonna be bro like what does that happen when like people die in their sleep because they sometimes like you'll see when Obviously, it's in movies and shit, but people could just be laying in bed and then, like, it'll start to spike and then it'll just beep, like, it goes, dee, 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 like, a, a shine would be like a sign of increased heart rate mm. and then flatline. But you always hear about people dying in their sleep and shit like that. Do you reckon, like, that would happen? Because, like, people have nightmares and stuff and you can see them visibly turning, tossing, and going, oh, oh, fuck them, or whatever. Mm. Like, do you reckon they'd also go in their sleep? Probably. Yeah, that'd be fucking weird. It's 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 all about like deep breaths and like yeah. mm. I don't even know how it works. I just do it and it fucks me up. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to witness that or not. What? See someone just <laughs> It's like they're going seeing them like leave this planet. Oh, what a powerful experience. That yeah. yeah, that would just be something retarded to experience as well, like from an outsider's view. You just brought up this whole like thing like only recently, we like as a culture, we've stopped um, dealing with like our dead relatives, and it's only in like the recent um, I don't know how long ago, some guy 
came along and convinced everyone that dead people were like infectious or like yeah, they, they were unsanitary. And so that's where they come in and they're like, we'll come in, we'll, 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 we'll deal with the dead bodies, whatever. And then they sell back, they sell it back to you. They sell your dead grandparents yeah, back bro. to you in I a think, coffin. I think that started in like, uh, it was like in the wars. I think it might've even been in the civil war yeah. that that was massive. Like they would get dead corpses that like no one claimed and they would prop them up and show how good of a job they did in making them look presentable for like de- dead. Yeah, but up until then, all the time, like, we would be dealing with, like, the dead corpses of our family. And we would, and that's how, like, we, people came to terms with that. Like, they would be surrounded by it. They would be confronted by it. And they would have to deal with it. And now in a society, we just go, they're dead. I don't want to think about it. Someone else deal with it. Take it's it too away. Pa- it's too painful yeah, for me. Wow. Mm, I don't yeah. want to deal with it. Yeah, because they convinced us. It's, it's, once you really break it down, it's interesting when you think about your mother passes away in the hospital bed. Like, how long could she sit there? For ages. For ages. Not Just because her soul leaves doesn't mean she's instantly infectious yeah. and going to kill you. It's legit the same body. It's just sitting there. It's not like it instantly starts decomposing. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, was, I heard something similar as well. It's like they're saying that because we don't have the time to like live through that and really see the death mm. and embrace the death and spend time with a dead body it and they immediately take away. It like our acceptance of it yeah acceptance of death and our perception of it yeah that's definitely something if 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 i witness my parents death or god forbid my siblings i would yeah i would say fuck off let me sit let me sit with this for a bit you know let me mm. at least half a day like let me just be like this is a day that will pass and like let me at least like really come to terms with it and like understand that that's a dead body and she's gone or he's gone like but also think of it from the perspective of the person that's died do you want some random person to be looking after you or do you want your family who loves and cares and is sorrowful for you departing this world to be to take care of your body and to bury you yeah I don't know I think it would be fucked but yeah I would want to look like be confronted with it and try and deal with Mm deal with it there was this uh there's this practice in bhutan where they they really focus on death like experiencing death like understanding your mortality that's like a tradition that that they that they think of daily and it's changes their outlook they're said to be one of the happiest countries in the world very buddhist buddhist based um and they have this tradition where they'll have your ashes and they'll mix it with with clay and they'll make oh, sculptures yeah. out of your ashes. They'll make sculptures out of your ashes and they're just everywhere. I'm like, yeah. that's what I want. I want a fucking sculpture mixed with my fuck clay in my soul, like clay in my ashes, and just like stick it on the side of a building or some shit. Like allow yeah. me just to be chilling up on a wall. Let me witness it. I want I think I want to be planted under like a sapling tree. Planted like in what way? Cremated, buried, just buried like mm. my whole body placed under this tree and as it grows like I am the tree. Yeah. And like my family can come later on. Hang look out. Look at this tree. Be what with if, it. Tend, tend to it. What if the tree dies? Gets an infection. That'd be balls. Mm. Just plant another one. Yeah. Dig you up. Move you back. Yeah. No, a tree will be like a good fucking tree. It'll be there for fucking ever. Mm. Like one of those massive fucking... Big trees. Yeah, bro. Like... If, if I have like what I want, like the property that I want, 
and then yeah they can just my family can live on that and they can just come visit I'm pretty sure it's illegal to do that to be honest do what? I don't think they even allow, I don't think they allow you to do that to bury your you can't be buried really? on your own property yeah that is I hate it as well what? I wanted the exact same thing as you I don't think so my thing was get cremated and then get planted but that's not even true I want to be like broken down and put back into the yeah, soil you know I want to be yeah. eaten by the insects and all that put back into the earth yeah that's like even if you don't believe in rebirth like that's even a scientific rebirth like you're being used yeah. in this earth for like, trees using your nutrients yeah. right yeah I remember I told my mum for the longest time, like if I ever died, just fucking chuck me off a cliff into off South Africa and have great white sharks. Just <laughs> so I was, I always wondered, like if I had died in that time, for the record, putting on the record, if I die, chuck me off a cliff and feed me to great white sharks, bro. Like honestly, I want that. I wanted what, to see that. What about a Viking burial? Where you put you on a wooden your... boat and then we just get a wooden arrow and then. <laughs> Would that would be awesome as well but I'd rather be eaten by great white sharks like what are the top predator of all time or even awkward but a great white shark's more more ruthless but just I wonder if I had died in that time if my mother was going through like bureaucratic systems like my son's last week was to be eaten by great white sharks I must get this done she has like PTSD from it like <laughs> yeah she just sees your lifeless yeah, could you imagine like me I always picture like, me a in a red shirt just like like that and then I'm just like floating on the surface and then like the seal fucking of National Geographic and my leg just like my little 11 year old body like fuck I think that would be a little bit too traumatic for you Tim they don't have to watch it but yeah. I want to have that I want I want that on video I want people to be like this cunt fucking got eaten by great white sharks after he died like that's a sick cunt respect <laughs> Bro, how many people would start doing that Oh, it'd be sick. That'd become a trend. a trend. <laughs> Feed me to the apex. Just <laughs> Can you imagine just seeing the body going, oh, bro? Just ragdolled around. Yeah. Coat me in seal sap and just... <laughs> They'd have to make sure there were sharks there, but... Otherwise, it'd, it'd, be a bit, it'd be a bit awkward if you just see... <laughs> And then just what if it just like came up to the surface, just gradually just pulled me under? Like that's 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 sad. Like you're like fuck. Feed me to a crocodile, just fucking death rolls rip my armor. That does. Oh, you want you want it like all in one. You want me to just... Finn showed you that video, right? Yeah. Guy getting his arm death rolled off. Silly bugger. <laughs> yeah. I love how the crocodiles just decided on that day. Nah, I'll fuck you up and just gradually ripped it off. What? You not seen it? I don't think I did. Some, yeah, there's like some trainer and he's dealing with a crocodile and he's putting his hand in the, like the crocodile's mouth. You know how they do that for shows? <sighs> Fucking no. And then boom. And then he starts death rolling and the cunt like tries to roll with the crocodile. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't... But he just... The crocodile just keeps going. He can't keep up with it. Twists right out of the socket. Pulls it off. Oh, got his whole fucking arm. Mm. Mm. Right from the socket, bro. Oh, Stitched up. No, no. Oh. All because you wanted to play with a crocodile. <laughs> that bro. And that fucked me up. I was like watching crocodile videos. And you really? Like in, um, what do you call it? In Florida, Disneyland, some baby was eaten by a crocodile <laughs> from, yeah, just like a beach that no one knew there was a crocodile in. So this baby was walking across the beach. Yeah, and the, the family was just, oh my God. Devastated. Yeah, devastated. Because they didn't know... The sign, the sign said no swimming, but it didn't mention anything about crocodiles. Or I guess it'd be alligators. Yeah, alligators. Can't. Yeah, what? Well, never oh. said like beware of alligators or something. Mm-hmm. 
It was just a, a lake. Lawsuit. Ooh, money, yeah. but dollar dollar bills, bitch. Nah, no money could ever make no, up for not. your child. Yeah, I don't know. No. <laughs> Maybe a bill. <laughs> yeah. And buy a couple kids. Fucking make your other kids' life good. Angelina Jolie. What? Be Angelina Jolie. Mm. Yeah. Adopt like 20. Yeah, she's on a mission with that, eh? That many kids. I don't really know much about her. What's this, what's the situation? She's um, adopted she's like adopted. a bunch of kids. Yeah. Respect? Mm. Probably has. Maybe Is it her own Brad Pitt? Who, I who's think she might have been doing it before him know. as well. Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's a stud. He's a good looking guy if I was ever say a good looking guy. Mm. He's Asian now. Like in in uh what's the Hollywood movie with Tarantino? He looked a bit old there, but Fury? Look at this a, 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 a straight guy commenting on when a guy looked the hottest, but let's embrace this. Yeah, Fury. That haircut. Remember everyone had that fucking haircut after he had the slick back with the shaved sides <laughs> and back. Everyone, oh bro, give me the Fury cut. Give me a Fury cut. So many people got that. Mm. It's a good movie. I don't think I've seen it. It's worth it. He's like a tank operator. Oh, Bang. It's pretty good. In World War Two. Have you seen um, Inglorious Bastards? Yeah. The Jew Bear. Come down with the bat. Fucking starts killing cunts. I love when they carve the swastika into his head at the oh. end. Like this little conniving rat gets away with everything. And it was the perfect ending. Like you're like, fuck this guy. And he just goes, allow and just carves it into his head so he'll never be able to live a normal life is again. Is that the one? I'm pretty sure that's a war crime. And like how they, they were scalping all the Nazis. Mm. Like that's a war crime. Yeah, also murdering millions of Jews. <laughs> it's a bit of a war crime yeah. too. I don't think there are any rules in that one. Yeah, no one would really give a fuck. They'd just be like, oh, justified. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, as well as like chemical, like mustard gas and shit. Mm. That was World War One. That was... Fuck, World War One would have been the most hectic war to be around. In what way? Like, absolute carnage. And the sights you had seen. Bro, people were flying planes, and because they didn't have guns on planes, they were throwing shit like bricks down at the enemy. Imagine that. Just dying from a brick to the head. Like, seeing like your comrade just... Yeah, just falling oh, down. Fuck, there's bricks falling out of the sky, cunt. Oh, bro. Yeah, absolute carnage. Like, the first... Massive scale war with like all these weapons that we know about yeah. that they had all these like explosives and fucking oh, just absolute f- yeah chemicals like think about gas, like they gas and shit they wouldn't know like how you know how like when we're kids we're like oh I want to go to war like I don't know if you ever did that but like I want to be happy to go to oh war. yeah I was like I want to be a fucking pilot for the fucking yeah. army and then your parents are like no you don't you don't know what war is mm. and mm. like. They, w- they wouldn't, in World War One they wouldn't know, like, oh, I guess they would. There's been other wars. Oh, they, yeah. yeah, they probably would have been like, mm, well, be safe, like, please come back. But then, like, actually looking at the aftermath of it, you probably would have been like, what was... the fuck is war, cunt? But in, like, the younger, like, like, I'd say from 16 to, like, 21, the people, they were, like, hyped to go to war, like, it was like a big sense of like, yeah, because if you didn't go, like you're a pussy. Or, I don't even know. It wasn't even that. Like a bunch of people were caught in the fact that like you get to travel the world. Yeah. It, that's like the main thing that made a lot of people go like, oh, get to see the world and be like, oh yeah, no, cool. That's what I guess it. I'll just do that then. Yeah, bro. What's it called? I'm looking at. I I knew. I just want to get the guy's name. Um, yeah, Fritz Haber, right? Mm-hmm. He was a German uh, chemist. 
and he discovered uh he, he created poisonous gas, like mustard gas. Oh, didn't the Americans keep him after the war? Yeah, he immigrated to the US as well. Um, there was this other guy, uh, we know his name, but I can't be fucked to look him up. But he, he was another, there, were the, there was Fritz Haber and these other guys, geniuses, and the German government came to him saying, we want you to create poisonous gas or a way to just to fucking kill everyone. And he said, he knew how to do it. He decided, nope, I'm not doing it. So then, because obviously, if there's a job, someone's going to take it. Fritz Haber goes, I'll do it creates mustard gas and then you know he had a wife and a son at the time he creates mustard gas and then released it on the on the western front decimated people people know people don't didn't know what it was mm. they released the gas on a wind when the wind was oh. just slow enough for it to drift right mm. and the the soldiers on the western front our guys they didn't know what this shit was they saw this orange gas ominously approaching they didn't have gas masks. They didn't have anything. They thought this must be a tactic. So they picked up their guns and ran into the gas to mm. fight the enemy. So they just charged. They blew the whistle over the trenches, charged over the trenches into the gas and all and all just fucking died, right? Fritz Haber's wife, mortified by this, he comes back. She says well, their divorce was on, like he had a mistress, their divorce was, their, their, their relationship was on the rocks and shit. Mm. And then it was, I think it was their son's birthday and he left to, to the Western Front again to go and uh, release the, I'm not sure if it was his son's birthday, I don't want to fucking G up the story. But he goes back to the, the front to release the gas again and then his uh, wife shoots herself in the chest, commits suicide with his military pistol and leaves the kid by himself yeah because i'm pretty sure lots of the the Fucked women up. the women in germany they like they survived because they just had um like ignorance is bliss they're mm. like they would they i don't think like they supported it but like they they couldn't oppose it so yeah. like they just let it be and then so when i guess she was confronted with like what he'd done yeah she was like fuck i do not want to be a part of this at all like i can't continue yeah. ignoring this and i guess I don't know. I'm just putting my own no, thing on it. Like she popped herself, like because. Uh-huh. But then you think she like confronted she pops herself and leaves her. I'm pretty sure the son discovered his mum's dead body. Mm-hmm. Think about the trauma yeah, of that child. Like, exactly. What the fuck? Like, and his daddy's over. I think on the eastern front, releasing gas to murder a whole bunch of cunts. Like, why? Like, his mum just shot herself in the chest because she figured out what her husband was doing. Killed herself with his military pistol as a sign or like, or like a symbol of like military pistol, kill myself. Leaves her son without a mother and his dad is a fucking war, like criminal. What Do you know what he did after that? Like, did he stop doing it because his wife shot himself? Or so, or I shot himself? Pretty sure he loved his work. And then exactly, he immigrated like, to the US. What a bitch. Should have taken the son. Like, gone. Weren't the chick? Yeah. Yeah, she just dipped. But I'm not sure if you can dip in a time of war when your husband's like high up in the military. They'll probably just hunt you down. Just mm. grab you. Who knows what was going on? Apparently he had a mistress. They were going to get fucking separated and shit. So yeah, probably no, just... You can commit as many war crimes as you want if the winning side just... Yeah. yeah. Take but he was on the losing side. They, he still was balls. He still balls. He's just... Yeah, but heaps of the German scientists that were going to be like executed for war crimes, America yeah. just took them into their... Like, yeah, if you work for us, we'll let us lie. Yeah, but this was World War One. This is that. I'm pretty that, sure it, ha- it still happened with maybe not America. No, like in World War One, like mm. countries still took 
um, like the scientists. Yeah. And, and what? into their own country to work for them. And they're like, yeah, we'll let it slide. Mm. It's like, oh, America, like just today, I'm pretty sure America sold like 700 million worth of firearms to Israel. We'll have to keep killing each other. Yeah, they like they just funded like Israel, who's like attacking Palestine Palis- Palestinians. Like who's uh, even what? Like Biden's down bad. Yeah, like what the fuck is that? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like none of them are right. Like, why can't they just be happy? Like, why can't they just fucking exist? Hmm. What is this? The, it's this narrative that they tell themselves to kill each other. The Palestine. Oh, that's fucked in Palestine. I'm pretty like. The Palestinians, they were in a place, and then is the Israelites were like, "Yeah, fuck off, move out. We don't want you here." So then they moved, and then now they're in this spot that was like, they were there was designated, and they they're being told to be yeah, they're being told to fuck off again. But this time they're like, nah. So they're being bombed. I'm pretty sure that's like a really dumbed down version of what's happening. Is that the case? I need to like look into that. It's, it's a massive conflict. And all. I saw this clip on Joe Rogan. There was this chick talking about her experiences in Palestine, bro. You need to watch it. Yeah. It is fucked what goes on there. Mm. Like, because, um, there's like a border or something and like 99.97% of like Palestinians get rejected. Yeah. And she was saying this one guy, sorry, this one guy got accepted and then with her, with his sister and as soon as they made it over the border, they literally just shot him. Like, like he walked through the gate and they're like, boom, boom. Really? And like, they were, yeah. That sucks. Wow. I just don't, man, it's just like exhausting. It is. This, this repeated human conflict. Why can't we just, like, why does this exist? Why do they hate each other so, like, what is this greed? Why can't we share what? It's this in and out group. We're legit yeah. set to divide. They're tr- it's just division. I think Israel thinks they're like they've got they're entitled sovereign to yeah. this land that the Palestinians are on, but they're not. Yeah, but it's just like you guys believe in the same shit. It's just a different fucking book. Like you both believe in the same God essentially. You yeah. just believe in different the fucking messages. One, yeah, you literally both believe in the same one God. Like yeah, that's actually crazy in itself because. You can believe in one god. You can believe in Hindu gods. Yeah, Hindu they believe in the same fucking one. You can be in yeah monotheistic or like ancient Greeks and that yeah. multiple gods, or you can believe in no god at all. Like it's actually cr- you guys are believing that there is one god. Like just come together in that. And what he both tells you guys that you both are, have this sovereign land. Maybe he means all of you should have this sovereign land. Maybe you don't need to kick another person out. Maybe you can just fucking share. Don't covet my neighbor's property, bro. How about that's you how don't? The war ends. What? That's, that's how this the war podcast ends. is going to end the, the Israel versus Palestine fucking conflict. You heard it here first. Call it right now. Oh, it's so weird in like religious texts, like what they say heaven is going to be like. They they fill it with like all these like earthly and manly um like possessions like I'm I'm pretty sure in the bible it literally says like heaven will be crowned with jewels and gold yeah streets of gold and shit like that I swear it says in there why the fuck would God ever give a fuck about our stupid little coloured rocks yeah like this like oh and like in Islam they think they're gonna get 
72 virgins in heaven like that's a literal belief like you're how can you not see that you're like putting your own human desires and your own human values into this into this book and like that's yeah. what you're like att- trying to Wait, attain it, 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 what, what religion is it when you I think it's like if you kill someone who isn't like a believer of that religion or is like opposes oh, it th- you get like 20 versions or something I think that's that's Islam but it's been taken out of context yeah it's extremist yeah it's like it's not at all what Islam says mm. it's completely taken out of context well so that's just people who are like yeah it's like you know how in in um, Christianity people literally believe the earth was created in seven days. Mm. Like people, there's people that like, like believe it for for yeah. like what it is, and there's people that are like oh it's probably a metaphor. And but there's like obviously in every religion yeah. there's gonna be extremists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From I remember I watched something about it that there was the original practice that Muhammad like taught, and then I'm pretty sure he taught it at Mecca or something and then he moved to another place and taught a different a new a newer one mm. and it was more violent and it was like uh, and then that's what they follow but a lot of oh. the a most what am I saying shut the fuck up Harry you don't know Islam like that I heard it like on a podcast mm. and I'm trying to regurgitate shit but I don't feel comfortable telling people what Islam no, is I think I do remember like Islam says never to kill anyone like for like it's like the worst thing ever but it says I'm pretty sure like it says if you are being persecuted, if you are ab- like ab- like being targeted, being killed, then you can kill the people who do not believe. That's like oh. that's like the I think that's what it is. And then people take it out of context. Like they're like, oh, I'm just gonna fucking attack anyone who doesn't yeah. believe. But it specifically says like, if you're being attacked, if you're being persecuted for your beliefs in this God, then God says you can kill. Well, that's a paradox. If you believe that you should be able to kill people, that's a threat to other people. So they're going to obviously persecute you, which makes you want to kill them. No, you're not going to be killed by them. They're like, if you oppress them, that then they believe. But if you just fucking let them be, but yeah, yeah, we we disagree. We let you be. Yeah. They have in their religion, they've got no right, I guess, to kill you. Like they are cleared by god i guess yeah what i'm saying is all it takes is one group to set to feel oppressed and then oh. say oh you guys are trying to oppress us therefore we will fight back and kill the people who oppress us then everyone may see this little conflict and go okay who started it these guys started it because they feel oppressed and then everyone goes all right they're the bad guys so we're, let, let, let's tell them to stop and get rid of them then they feel more oppressed and then, then they'll convert a bunch of people and then they'll have a bigger system to feel look who's oppressing us and then the US comes in, they're like, we get rid of these guys. The US is oppressing us for our fucking thing. We need to kill them. It says it right here in the Quran. Like, it's just like this little fucking bonfire creates this massive conflict and it could have just been avoided if no one just fuck, if everyone just owned, mind their own business. Mm. If everyone just leaves everyone alone. Such a shame. Yeah, that's like, I think the Bible and all that, like, maybe they were once the word of God, but I just think human influence is just taken yeah, over the book. Mm. I don't think it is. It's just been lost in translation. Yeah, like you literally get taught that like these stories were passed down through like 200 generations. They were put in like these Dead Sea Scrolls that were then translated. And then like, this is all these like Chinese whispers. And they're like, and then we're like, yeah, this is the absolute word of God. What? Yeah. 
people have hundred percent changed like yeah. yeah changed the stories. I I like I like a lot of shit in religion though. Like Yeah, I think it's definitely beneficial. Super valuable. Mm. It's just you don't want to like like hang your boots up on it, you know? I think you can I think you can reach like nirvana through Christianity. Yeah. Like my, I think like if you truly believe that there is a God and he is like he's planned everything out for you and you've got no control in life, like I think you can find like great like calmness and like nirvana in that. Yeah. Hmm. And if, and it teaches like you to love and like treat one another as I have loved you. That like, is the most powerful shit. Yeah. And like um treat your neighbor as you would want you like as you would want to be treated yourself. Like yeah. that is like in Buddhist terms like yeah, like you see yourself in everyone like just yeah. I think that that what you just said is my strongest tenet. You know what I mean? Like it's the best belief I think. Like no matter what like obviously we're all mortal we obviously make mistakes but let's just always try and just treat people how you wish to be treated 100%. and that's universal across all religions every religion goes yes like why can't we go we're all saying the same thing we're all sort of liking the same god mm. let's just vibe let's just dance like let's just fucking chill yeah, but, and Buddhism takes it like one step further it says the person you were talking to like is you and yeah. you like you just you don't realize it because like the way I've been told like the ego is everything that separates you from other people mm. anything that like if you go like mm, I'm not the same as him I've got I'm doing my own shit I've got my own thoughts yeah that's like separating you from yeah yeah th- this other person and that's the ego mm. and then that's an interesting way and then if it. you if you like see like that is me like you're treat like you're if you're mean to someone you're being mean to yourself Mm. if you help someone you're helping yourself and Mm. crazy that is crazy it always comes back to that term i i I brought up greedy for happiness Mm. because i was thinking about it real like a lot i wrote it down in my little journal i have and i just jot it down like what it could mean to me and i was thinking that like you know to be greedy for happiness is you know as you guys said it's like to be you know, to, to have happiness and put yourself before you put others. And I don't think like you can even achieve happiness with that mentality. I think it's a paradox. If you are just like greedy for happiness, you're always just going to find like shallow fleeting highs, you know, mm-hmm. you'll have relationships, but they'll be like one night stand, like sad sex, drugs, but you, you won't be like using the drugs. Like you said, you'll be abusing it. Like what we do in Western culture. You won't be like doing it ritualistically with a relationship attached to it with family with culture with community that's how if you were to take drugs that's how it should be done you shouldn't be by yourself fucking trying to get a high like that is such a terrible mindset to look at it and so I think like even with like this whole epidemic that like you see like everyone like our generation especially is really like anxious and depressed through I think it's social media 100% yeah definitely and like I think we've all been tricked into being greedy for happiness like we want this social approval we're greedy for our happiness I'm doing me I'm only focusing on me you know I'm about to expose myself I used to be oh I used to be so like you've changed that's not you yeah I used to think like okay this is what I did you know how big followers have like less 
like they've got like I don't know a million followers and then they're only following oh, I do like this too yeah, right. I used to do that exposing me too I would like unfollow people so I would have less oh, yeah. I was like following less people yeah. than I was like being followed I'm like oh that is so cringe like yes. what are you fucking doing mm-hmm. hunt? why do you care mm-hmm. I just freed myself from I don't give a fuck about it. like Actually, I'm happy when someone follows me now. I've gotten rid of a fake person. Mm, like, true. if you don't follow, me, like, if you're not following me, like, I just like you probably don't fuck with me. Like, yeah. And I don't want to be surrounded by someone who doesn't fuck with me. Like, yeah. I know who I am. I think like I'm an alright guy. Yeah. And if you if you can't see that, like, that's not my problem. Like, yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, I I did the same thing, but I was like. It's like I've been indoctrinated with that because I got it late. So I've been indoctrinated with that. Oh, that's just what you do. It's like, what? I never even questioned it. Like, that just goes to show, like, you can be trapped in a hallway that you don't even fucking know you're in. You know what I mean? You fucking, like, you don't know where you are. You don't even realize you're in a trap. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck am I doing? This is a completely ego-driven endeavor of me trying to fucking adjust, like, more people like me than I like. Like, that's such a fucking, like, apish, shitty mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was just worried about, like, my followers. And, like, yeah. Even now, I like, getting burned. like, I don't think I, like, I want to get rid of my followers because I don't know those people. Like, yeah. why? They're not my friends. Like, I don't have 300 friends. Like, I don't know 300 people. Yeah. Like, why the fuck do I want them looking at my shit? Like, it's weird how I used to want that. And now it's like, I couldn't give a fuck. True. I couldn't give a fuck, yeah. Mm. Or just keep doing you And you'll just fucking Separate the wheat from the chaff You know mm. As I said Keep doing you But it, you know That can be a selfish endeavour sometimes If if you're putting your happiness Before you put others Or or not Like you, I reckon you should Almost put it equal You know You should be Trying well, to build other people's relationships You have to be happy first Before you can help others you have Yeah to, It comes from within So like If you aren't fucking ready to Deal with your own shit How can you Be ready to help other people Yeah but I think that, like, in times where I've struggled the most, I've always felt better when I help someone. And that gives me long-lasting happiness. Like, if your mum needs help with something, you help her. Like, it feels mm. good. And, like, in times of struggle, like, we have this saying. It's just, I, I can't remember it. But we've got, like, on, on our, in our bathroom, it's just, like this little poem. And I just read that when I was, like, sad. And I was, like, it's just, like, being kind is just the ultimate way in troubled times just be kind you know mm. it's just like it's everything like you can just be a helping hand and that takes your mind off whatever you're struggling with and then it just gives you someone someone appreciates you and that just makes you feel better it fills up that that void in a way and you can't to other people you can't to yourself uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm. yeah but with this fucking with like the social media thing I feel like a lot of people I, I get trapped in that mentality which yeah people are still trapped and like yeah just worried about their followers yeah you can't really tell someone to stop giving a fuck they just have to come to terms yeah come to their own realisation yeah like I was watching in the past pod- podcast wasn't uh, Liam Zammett talking mm. about he quit um social media yeah oh, fuck we should probably take that out no no he was happy with it he was on yeah. the podcast he spoke <laughs> about it He's G. Oh yeah, true. And then yeah, and he's he's he was saying like yeah, he's just been feeling so much more relief and less anxious. Mm. I'm like yeah, the change I've seen it's in crazy. him is ridiculous. Like oh, astounding. Within a month of getting rid of it, he he attributed it like 
from what I've witnessed and how I describe it from like how I've seen him change, it's like he lived in this box mm. and his life is here and he just sees social media, this is me, this is everything. And he thought that if he leaves this box, his world is over. And this is how I felt <laughs> at some point, but I feel like a, social media groups people on different levels. Mm. So like it was, like of course I can like get on my soapbox and say get rid of social media. For whatever reason, it was just easy for me to do it. Like I didn't rely on it as much as some people. But like I rely on YouTube a lot. I love YouTube. So it's just like, Harry, ask yourself if you want to get rid of YouTube. How do you mm. feel about that? I fucking would. I got rid of it two days ago. I deleted it. I mean, I got I got it back the next day. I was like, because like you're so bored, you don't know what to do with your time. I fucking love YouTube, and it's I have to say, yeah, what am I doing with my time? Mm. I get a lot of value. I get a lot of good shit out of YouTube, but there's also a lot of mindless scrolling it's just it's the same as shitty social media without the fucking social pressure and implications of, mm. and like serotonin boosting from social social pressures but yeah so like I feel like a lot of people who love social media get caught in like this box of like who they are and if they leave this box their life's over but as mm. soon as they fucking take the fucking mask off take the goggles off yeah. they go look at all these people in here what the fuck are they doing what idiots and you just fuck it you chuck it away and you're living your life because you're actually doing you in okay. a real sense that'd be so crazy to see the before and after because obviously I, I never saw that yeah. I've just seen the after or yeah. what he was saying the after but, so you you see like an actual change in you yeah if I'm being like a friend and like because me and Zamet have a lot of DMs like late at night like on a weekend he'll drop me home because we live on the same on the same oh, route yeah, yeah so we'll be sitting there for hours and we'll, I'll chat with him and just you know, I'll sh- we'll share problems about each other, and like we, we, he's a really good chap because he's really open, and I'm really open, and we just we shoot for the stars with that. And from the months I've been having these conversations with him every now and then, and they always go for ages, and we always go deep. I've just seen a much more like joyous, like gra- like it's gratitude as well. Mm. He just goes, bro, I get to look at trees. Like <laughs> when someone says they get to look at trees, they really understand the love of life you know that's a happy person when they get to say that a lot of people trees are everywhere what the fuck about trees refining joy in nature is crazy have you looked at the patterns in trees look at leaves like look at my fucking look at that I took that photo today wow that's a great photo bro that colour such an underrated colour I hope you can see that like that is like purpley like White, it's like purpley white. white, blue, purple. I want that on a t shirt. Mm. That oh, that'd be fat. Yeah, mm. I just get G'd up. Mm. I love flowers as well, and I always have it as like my little, my, I always have it as like my wallpaper. And I always wonder what people think when they see like when they see Harry shirt and tattoos. Flower wallpaper, motherfucker. Fuck off with your pre with your preconceptions. Hey, look you. Whatever you want. Mm. I, I yeah, sorry guys go on. I saw you opening your mouth. I was just gonna ignore that whole podcast. <laughs> Do you think there was a point something. in time where you would have been uncomfortable having a flower as your hundred percent. I the changes I've made within the last year or two it's astounding. Mm. Like I'm so much happier within myself, like so much more self confident. Yeah. And I've built that myself, you know, it's all come from within. I haven't externally I haven't bought Gucci to make myself feel good. I fucking put the time in in my mind and in my body and built up something to reflect how I feel, you know? Yeah, a lot of finding, like, feeling good about yourself is challenging 
expectations and that's what i've been dealing with recently because yeah growing up people will put expectations on you whether you like it or not and those expectations change your values and what you think you need to go for so yeah. like for an example like i don't know i was just naturally good at like math and science so like mm. everyone was like oh you're, you're gonna go do this you're gonna go do that i'm like 100 i don't want to but like deep down i was like fuck i need to go to university i need to do this i was like putting all this pressure on me when i really don't want to go and do that shit but like people are like oh, you've got the talent you should do it you should because i don't have it you should do it for us like yeah they're projecting their yeah. insecurities onto you and that fucked me up for a while like people telling me you need to do it because like people don't have the opportunity to and it's like no i just need to do what i want to do and fuck your expectations mm. like freeing yourself from ex for me freeing myself from expectations was fucking crazy because mm. like and then it was just finding like what do i truly want to do because like all this time i was just following what like people thought i should do or expected me to do or wanted me to do yeah just fucking that off and finding what you really want to do what do you really want to do that's the fucking question that is the question like i now i'm just finding joy in so much things that like i need to narrow it down yeah well you're experiencing the potentiality of your life yeah because i was just science math i need to do something in this i need to go to no fuck that mm. like, i can't do that and this is a big step in life like we're experiencing obviously you can change mm. but we're young men and we have especially a privileged young man who live in a great country with all these opportunities we have this fucking beam of opportunity and we have to just go and just fucking pick one like that is such an under that's not spoken about how hard that is to do you don't, have, like, to do. You don't have to do anything in this life though that's what i've been coming to terms like you don't have to do anything but what do you what do you want to do to fulfill yourself like if i do not if i don't have to do anything with this life i won't be satisfied and why why because because i won't i won't fulfill i won't fulfill myself fulfill what fulfill my desires and where do those desires come from where do the desires come is from it, is it does it truly come from within or is it like yeah it's an intrusion it's, oh, okay, it's, it's the way my mind works like i want to be creative that's yeah. that's what my desire is like I'm jealous of people who want to be a carpenter or a sparky because I'm like, bro, if I wanted to be a if I wanted to show up all day, like every day and be a sparky, I could legit make bands and live a chill life. But that does not sustain me. It does mm. not fulfill me. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd be one right now if I was pressured into doing it. Mm. I want to be creative. I want to be, I want to spread ideas. That's what, that's, that's what my mm. mind does. I'm thinking about shit all day. I need to like I want to explore like if yeah. I was fucking explorer it's an archetype yeah <laughs> really yeah I was like what do you want you want to you want a full life is that what you want like you want to have a life full of experiences no no I don't even know I... let me I'm gonna fucking pull okay keep going um yeah like if I was like a couple hundred years ago one of those kinds like yeah go fuck off explore the world yeah that would have been my shit like just like searching through unknown places adventuring but like you can't really do that nowadays yeah. but that's kind of like i was talking you weren't at the at the garage the other day but i was saying i want to get a sailboat and just like 
fuck off in the ocean. Like, exp- you could go anywhere. Sailboat like, scares me. But really? I have no desire for sailboats. Oh, Water's not my element, and yeah. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. I'm a hiker. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a just a fucking wanderer, like, on land. Yeah, bro. There's a reason we fucking went from <laughs> sea to land, bro. Fair. Mm. Here, I'll run by some, some desires. So do you think you have an intrinsic desire for what you want with your life? I've freed I'm like actively trying to free myself from that yeah but like what okay this is interesting though so you don't have any desire for and any aspiration for your life no I've got aspirations but it's like that's a desire I guess yeah so what what's an aspiration of you like what do you want at the end of the day by the end of this by the end of this short life what do you want that's what I'm coming to terms with. Like I'm yeah. trying to find what I really want because, yeah. like, I feel like I think about it. And it's like, do I really want a family and kids in a massive house, or yeah. is that what society tells me I need? Yeah. It's like, fuck. Or do you want to just fuck off? Yeah. And just wander the universe. Just, yeah. Do that for a while, but I don't think that could sustain me forever. Yeah. Like I want to explore, but I don't think I want to explore forever. Do you want? Do you think you need a sense of belonging at the end of the day, like a, a everyone, family? I think everyone needs a sense of belonging. Yeah, we're social creatures. Yeah. Like all those things, like being a lone wolf. I think that fucks people up. That's sad. Mm. I don't like that. Eh? You could be a lone wolf for maybe a year or two, but yeah, and maybe every now and then. Mm. But like, not intentionally trying to be a lone wolf. Like, there's like nothing wrong with being by yourself, but like. I don't even know. Like, yeah, there's a difference between loneliness and solitude. You know what I mean? Solitude mm. is is just self-inflicted loneliness. But you even know then, I mean? sometimes it can be beneficial. Like, look at like the yogis. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, choosing solitude is good for you, mm. but loneliness is a desire for belonging without having it. Solitude is having belonging and choosing to go to solitude. Yeah. Oh, like choice. Like... Mm. It's having was, your own choices and shit. Yeah, like I was, there was this thing. It was like it was saying if you got told to run a marathon, there's like two situations. One, you get a gun pointed to your head and say, if you do not run this marathon in four hours, your whole family is gonna die. Yeah. And there's this other situation where you're you told if you run this marathon, you'll win, or like you just want to run this marathon of your own accord. There's this massive, like, if you're if you, in the situation, it sounds obvious, but, like, if you're in the situation where you, there's a gun, it's going to be the most torturous, like, thing of your, like, marathon of your life. Yeah. And that's, like, I was thinking about, like, I applied that into school. Like, I love learning now, but because I was for, like, I was forced into this situation, I created this thing in my head. I was like, oh, I don't want to learn. I don't want to be here. Yeah. It's like, just, if you wanted, if I wanted to be there, like, I would have fucking dove into that like how I am now like I love learning but yeah I was just in this situation where like yeah my mind was like oh I, re- I was rejecting it it doesn't help that they have these rigid structures that that are archaic and, yeah, and, and, and fa- they're pretty much creating factory workers work at the bell end at the bell here's your break mm. like and it doesn't account like people learn like there's like auditory visual and Mm. like practical learners mm. school doesn't even count for that yeah they even teach you that in school yeah and they don't do anything about it yeah. <laughs> they're just like there's these types of learners which one are you we all give you the same yeah. shit yeah like I guess it's like 
you can say school's shit, but it's probably the best thing that you're gonna get for a while because we're such a fucking you know dumbed down fucking species. Like, of course we're intelligent, but it's just like you want to fucking learn the basics, do this program. I mean, it's against your will because you're stupid. You're not smart enough to know what a fucking like what your own fucking will is, but it's how you're gonna fucking learn and majority of people growing up will be like well this sucks but I kind of need to do it so this system I feel that will be in place for quite a while until we figure out collectively a better way to learn like they start creating schools for like I'm pretty sure it's like kinetic learners. I think that's one of the things, like visual learners and then uh, audio learners and shit like that. Yeah. Until they figure out like, like or make facilities for teaching in that style for those kids. It just but, seems like not practical with our current resources. Hey, mm. like you got to create like a kinetic school, like a school based on touch. That's mm. very that's a very futuristic. I thought I, I I had a dream or something like that. I was I owned this school and yeah. like like it was this different way. Like I allowed like the kids to do what literally whatever they want, but mm. whatever they did, like they had to do it at a hundred percent. So like if if like I can't even it was like a dream, but like a kid would rock up and be like I want to play games. I'm like all right, put him in front of a TV, make him grind out, and like that's how like you create passion and like yeah if you allow a child to further himself in his passions that's how you cre- that's how you create like mega minds and all that but like i think like we live in a society like if some like a kid is obsessed with something we'll be like hmm that's not important mm. go do go do math go do science when in reality like if a kid wants to play footy all day fucking let him I reckon yeah. like he then he was gonna be the best footy if you if he really loves footy he's gonna be playing it every day he's gonna be the best footy player in the fucking world yeah. and just let him shine through that like his mind doesn't need fucking science or math yeah like that's if he that's if he makes it though that, yeah. that's where it comes back they always have plan B's plan B's plan B's playing every day like yeah, yeah. truly like yeah, but if you love it what about the kid who's like not physically able to be at that level if he but if he wants to but you think there's hap- a and if he's happy i don't know like you think there's a level that you think there's a point where no matter how hard you want it you just can't get it like a kid who's like f- like five foot three who wants to play nba mm. you know there's uh it's been done yeah mugsy bogues but like i'm saying what if he's just like terrible slow twitch no ballistic fibers in his body he's He's got asthma, like severe asthma, and he's just like loves basketball. <laughs> and then taking to the NBA tryouts, <laughs> just fucking destroyed. What well, his world would fall apart. Yeah, I'm never gonna be an NBA player. He'd die, bro. But yeah. then you get him on running water. Yeah, yeah, there's always substitutes. Obviously, uh, that dream was like very extreme, but I think it's like important. To, I know what you mean. Yeah, to let kids whatever they want to do, just let them do it. Mm. Like. Doesn't yeah. like if, like your adult brain would be like. Mm, it's not well, important. that's the thing. 
as much as I agree with you, I disagree with you. Yeah, like th- it's definitely like a. Fun in a world moment. like that, this world wouldn't function. It'd go to chaos because majority of the people would be doing leisure activities, which aren't real, which wouldn't help the economy. I just there's people like Stephen Hawk, like who are just obsessed with these things, and yeah. because we've got such a large population. We have the ability now to specialize in things, and that's how like we've furthered our society. Instead of having this broad knowledge of everything, we have these people who are super good at like one thing. And so yeah, like but that's the thing. It's these people, not these like cities or towns. It's like only a certain number of people that'll excel in these things, or it could be like a group of people. Like, um, what's a fucking job title that's kind of like I guess what I'm getting at is here is like until we find a better way for just I don't know until we evolve again I guess as like a species this schooling system is probably is literally the best we've got because Right now, we have all these office jobs and shit like that. No one really wants to do an office job. But there's that many people. Bro, but that's what I'm saying. You'll hear a lot of people also saying like, oh, this job sucks. Like, fucking, but it's getting me by. And a lot of people will do that. They'll do enough to get them by. But if they they were given the choice to really go out and do what they want, I don't know. I kind of think that that's like, it's kind of their fault for that, but it's also they're just being bred into that mentality. Mm. As like Joe Rogan says all the time. That's what I'm saying. Many men live lives of quite desperation. Like, that is depressing. Mm. I hear that and I go, that is not going to be me. I am doing what I want to do, and even if I get no money, at least I'll be doing what I want to do. That yeah. is my goal. And through that, money will come because money is a is a guide of success if that industry you go into has money in it. But you might want to be, you know, a Buddhist, uh, a, a yogi or something. And there's probably not a lot of money there, but there's a there's systems in place to allow you to excel in that if you so desire, you know? Mm. Mm. Well, so I'm just trying to like, it's a very hard question I'm asking you. Like, mm. what do you want to do? And I was like, I was like sort of in the same situation where it's just like you don't you like have no like you have no even tangible grip of what you even want to do with your life I, just, I don't want to limit myself as well like I just yeah. feel so like recently like because I've freed myself of all these expectations I feel like mm. limitless like I could achieve anything yeah and what do I want to achieve and it's finding that and then mm. doing it I don't know. I just don't really want to limit... Like, I have general, like, wants. Like, I want to be good at music. I, I just like creating. So, I guess... I guess I would, a goal would be to be able to sustain myself through creations I make. Mm. Like, be able to live a life through my creations. And, like, I guess selling it. Have you ever done sculptures and art and stuff? Have you ever looked into that? Or? Yeah. You enjoy I love that. Like, mm. I could do anything creative. Like... I could create furniture, like if if it's like artsy furniture, like yeah. art, music, anything. I just love putting my own, like my own perspective. Like I guess that is a bit of ego. Like I think my my perspective is valuable to the world, and that, like I want to bring that to the world. Yeah, and yeah. Well, it is valuable to the world. 
because but yeah I guess sorry go on no yeah, sorry I was gonna say it's if you believe that you have a creative mind and that's because everyone's mind that's as I said like people's minds interest me like mm. and you say you're a creative mind I'm like I fucking love that I love people who are creative but like you have a lawyer their mindset isn't like people's minds aren't all equal you know what I mean like you might have the capability but these people have just jammed themselves into this into this job where you know you have to be super productive you know disagreeable and like low openness which is low creativity essentially and these are the big five personality tests that people take and it's just like this this guide of uh your attributes as a person right and different people all fit into different cogs when it comes to their levels so you have like people who are creative you know artists mm. like you're told by society that your create your creative mind isn't valuable for whatever reason right because mm. you, you think like oh i don't you, i don't know maybe you're saying it's your ego and that maybe it's your own self saying that it's not valuable because you don't allow yourself to be cocky or something maybe. but i think we're also told that creative people aren't valuable but in reality that's just the majority of people who aren't creative who can't understand what it is to be creative. They think it is lazy. You know what mm. I mean? They don't understand what creativity is because their mind doesn't work on the same fucking frequency. So you, you look at, this is what Jordan Peterson was explaining this. He goes, you look at France. Millions of people travel there every year. Why? To see the beautiful city. Who created that? Architects. Mm. Creative people. Look at Sydney. So many buildings are ugly, bro. Why do you think people come to Sydney? The Opera House, the Sydney Harbour Bridge, mm. two magnificent buildings. Why aren't we investing in art and architecture to, to, to make our city beautiful? Not tacky and concrete and pebbles in the fucking side of the wall. Well, yeah, in ancient societies, yeah. aesthetics were in place, like in Greek culture. Like That's why they had statues, marble statues everywhere. Like We've lost that. They valued the aesthetic. And that's, that's transcended thousands of years and think about how much value that adds to Italy and Greece and yeah. France like people travel across the world to see the Colosseum because it looks amazing yeah. and the and and all these buildings and that is from art that is from some guy just like you who goes I think this should be on the planet and he yeah. just made it and thousands of years later people go that's fucking amazing how many people are going to go let me go see the Commonwealth Bank building in, in Sydney, bro, in the CBD. No one's going to flock to that and migrate to that, bro. It's a fucking AIDS-looking building, you know? Mm. Yeah, like, look at I just grabbed that one out of churches. the thing. I don't know if that's fucking... Look at all, like, religious churches. Like, and mosques and shit like that. Like, Stunning. Oh, bro. Because they understand. Well, yeah, that isn't their perspective. It's, like, it's the beauty to... It's, like, worshipping God. Yeah. The beauty. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. But even then, like, they've gone through all that effort to, like, make this shit look aesthetically pleasing. Mm -hmm. Like, to figure all that shit out. And like you guys are saying, like, it's just been chucked away. Yeah. It's just squares and rectangles. Mm. Efficiency. And mm -hmm. you know what's interesting? That no matter what it is, the aesthetic of trying your best transcends time. You know? Mm -hmm. Think about a color, like, you know, there's like trends and something goes tacky and something's in trend, something's out of trend, like a certain style. Think about like the buildings of like ancient Greece and, you know, uh, the Gothic era and all these amazing architecture. 
and made for religious reasonings and cultural reasonings and people have been, creative people have been empowered to, to put their flair and design into buildings they've their creative their, their creative endeavor of them trying their best to try and produce the best art they can purely for the sake of it being beautiful like for god we will must we must make this the best we can mm. that essence that they're putting into that work transcends time because we respect because that 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 mindset in creating that creates beauty you know like you can't do you can't create the colosseum without worshiping the god because it creates the desire to want to try your best and that is timeless hmm. have you seen um I probably haven't but there was this video of like how the statue of david was created no i haven't seen it like he Michelangelo basically got this like scrap cut of of marble. Yeah, and he like mathematically designed it to like use every bit of like marble and like the re like the way he's posed. It's yeah. like for a reason. Like there was no marble to spare, and he's like in this position. This guy carved it like for ages, and it's now like world's best. That's like, where he's sitting like that, isn't he? Yeah. Oh no, that's um, that's a different one. The uh. statue of David. He's like standing up. I'll, uh. I'll show it to you. But yeah, and now like heaps of people flock to it to to see. Yeah, statues back in the day, bro. Sheesh. Mm. Imagine making that shit. Mm. Just like, oh, let me fucking knock some fucking rocks out of this thing and that one. Marvelous art piece. Oh yeah, gorgeous. Hey. Yeah. Oh yeah, I went and saw that. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah, it's fucking big. How big? big. How big? Like, yeah, tall as this room. Well, because it's like the it's on a platform. Yeah, yeah, maybe still as tall as this room, but that, that could just statue. be like my smaller eyes seeing it that like that. Oh, true. You're lower, shorter. Mm. So, but still, it was fucking pretty big. Yeah. Yeah, I always think like, imagine if his podcast is good and we have a studio, bro. I'm decking the place out with Ooh, art, like, yeah. Yeah. like all my inspirations. I'm already thinking of like who I could put on the walls as like, like this guy was a massive inspiration for me. This girl was a massive inspiration Ooh. for me. I was gonna, I wanted to buy for you boys. There was like this little statue. Yeah. Uh, do you, you know Alex Gray? Yeah, yeah. He had this. Yeah, a statue it was like a four-headed like bird like an egyptian bird yeah and it was just pointing it it was like made out of copper and i just oh, wanted sick that's crazy but it was sold out so i was like oh shit is your stuff expensive um it can be yeah like it ranges like if you get posters like they're pretty cheap but if you get like the original mm. it's like thousands of dollars shit. and these statues that were like if you get like massive copper ones they're like in the thousands as well yeah it's weird that we want original art too. It's like we believe that there's some substance to it being the the one that he did. You know, he painted that. Like mm. that means something to mm. us. Oh, mm. look, he's such a great artist. Mm. And yeah, I, was, I showed you boys those shirts. Yeah, you need to get <laughs> yeah, that shirt. Fine. Like I can just imagine. Just like <laughs> I need to walk away from it. <laughs> yeah. Just regather myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Crazy. Gus, what what do you aspire for in life? Like, what is your like purpose? Do you think it's a hard question? I know it's a very hard question, but we can just work it out a bit. 
You know what's an even harder question? What? What do you want to struggle for? Oh! Struggle for. I read that in a book because they're like, they're like, everyone asks, what do you, like, was like, what do you want to be happy? That's not what people ask. What do people say? Like, like what, what do you want, want in life? Do? Yeah, like, what do you want in life? There's like, a, a better question is like, what do you not want to do? What are you not willing to struggle for? Like, or what are you willing to struggle for? That narrows down struggle. a lot, doesn't it? I'm willing to struggle for greatness, but I don't know what that greatness is yet. Mm. 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 Like, I was thinking today, like, just from watching all these um, Love, Death, Robot shit, yeah. just consecutively, it's all basically, a lot of the shit is, like, uh, set in the future, and some, of, some episodes are even that are... Uh, they can live forever and shit like that. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know how we're always talking about, like, if you could have a robot arm or a robot leg, would you do it? And mm. that, those years will be coming upon us, whether we're around or not to see that, who knows. But for whatever reason, I kept thinking that, like, I was stuck in a thought that I would be alive to see it. Yeah. And then it caught me, and I'm like, why would I think that I'm going to get to that point? Because I know thinking that it's going to be like, uh, probably like a hundred years or something, even more until like people are like fully bionic. Yeah. But the statement that a hundred years seems short as well. But mm, yeah, but everybody knows how long the average person like lives. For. Yeah. But yeah, I was like trapped in that. Like, I caught myself going, Oh, I'm going to, like, live for ages. Yeah. Because I am going to see these things. Yeah. And I was, I like, identifying these uh, thoughts with as roles, like a character. Yeah. For each thought that I had. Like, I was living a movie. Like, my life was a movie kind of thing. Yeah. And I think I've, like, come to... A conclusion that I was unconsciously but now consciously wanting recognition for what for nothing hmm. in what way As how does that manifest in day to day day to day I don't fucking know really because I'm not really thinking about that too much but in the long haul it's I don't know. I don't. I guess I see recognition as life not wasted. Hmm. Like if I can do something that I like and that I am recognized for, and whatever it be, I don't know. That's just what I see. But so beyond wanting to do something, hmm. you want to be recognized. It's like it's not even that. It's it sounds like a very selfish kind of thing to say. Yeah. But that's not what I'm aiming at. Yeah. It's very weird because when you when someone says they want to be recognised, it's like almost associated with like a kind of very um, self centered kind of human, mm. like or personality. Yeah. But I don't believe I'm like that. Yeah. Very self centered. I know I have very self centered thoughts. Like I was saying, I had today. But you choose not to allow them to surface. Yeah, I choose to be like, I'm not like that. And why am I special? Because I'm not. Yeah. I'm just thinking I am. 
everybody is like everybody is actually here like everybody's just as important as me mm. so i don't i really can't tell you what i want but recognition i'm not sure if it's just because it's been a massive part of me before i don't know this past kind of year but actually noticing it and being like oh okay well why do i want to be recognized what for that's really what i guess i'm figuring out mm-hmm. or need to figure out yeah i used to like when i was a kid like my dream was i don't i don't know why it was i just want to be remembered that's that's all i want yeah. i want to be remembered and then like you just you realize just coming to a bigger understanding like everything eventually is going to like not exist mm. like in the long term like earth the universe like memories like our little shitty fucking all our shit that we have like usb drives like it's not gonna fucking exist eventually so it's like mm, do i really want that or should i try strive for something else yeah why attach yourself to something that's not permanent yeah you know, nothing's permanent nothing's so permanent. exactly mm. why attach yourself the, the timeline exactly mm. yeah it's just interesting like you're yeah as you're questioning what it is it's just like why what has led you yeah, to like, like to desire a legacy i don't know i guess because i know for ever since i've been like fucking thinking that I, you know how you, people say live your life like you're living a movie or you're in a movie or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. I've been thinking like that I don't know for years upon years like before puberty and all that shit yeah and it's been a constant like uh, line of thought like mm. it's a part of me it's just that I don't show it because it's all internal like, if you catch me, if you were to hook a microphone up to me for a day, like, on the job site, like, I was the, the Savo when I was by myself for, I don't know, half an hour, I was just talking bare shit. Like, I was coming up with scripts for movies. Mm. Movies. My life. Portrayed in a movie. Mm. Mm. And I'm not sure, and I think, I really just think it's entertaining myself i don't see it as anything else like or do you not allow it to be do you not allow yourself to no because it's too far-fetched Maybe. why what's what, what what are the roles you're playing in like can you give me an example it's fucking anything bro maybe you just want to share your story it's not even it's not even a story it's like i could watch uh, like uh, I could take a se- episode out of I don't know Love, Death, Robots Rick and Morty something like that yeah. and I could create my own timeline in that and create a character who has a role why don't, you just, ro- why don't you just write that down and actually why don't you bring it out from your brain and put it onto paper and then share it I'd be interested to read that. Yeah. If you mm-hmm. think you can really, like, if you think you can, if you like what you he- what you think in your head, but it changes, like, it will find one that time. you like. I like everything that I see. Yeah, but just fucking 
write it down. Like I'd be interested to hear this. I want to see. I want to see if it's as good as you say it is. Because well, then, it's good to me it, because I've been I'm growing saying, up with this my entire yeah, life. Yeah, but I'm saying this might so be a sign. So it's childish. But I'm saying this might be a sign that it's good. If this keeps coming up, maybe you have a gift of writing and you've never even expressed it. And if it's not good, I'll say, hey, bro, it's not as good. And you're like, yeah, it's just childish, whatever. It's just what I do. Nothing about it. But open, but maybe open yourself up to the opportunity that you might be a writer or something. I don't know. I'm definitely not a writer. I'll tell you that much. You're giving yourself the... No, uh, you're like, boxing yourself in. No, you've been I'll told you're not a writer. No. You've been told you're not a writer because you had time constraints your whole life. I even said that to you. That you weren't going to finish HC because you write slow. It's I never said you're a bad writer. Right though. now, I know I'm not bound by time if I want to actually write something. You're like bound by your motivation to do it, though. No, but I'm not motivated to do it because I don't feel the need to. Mm. Mm. Fair, 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 fair. I was just, yeah. just an interesting thought. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I know. Like if I really feel like writing something down, yeah, I will do it. But yeah. I'm not that type of person to just write something down. You should be an experiment, maybe. I'd actually be interested to read it. I'm gonna be fucking. Yeah, sick. but it changes every day. It changes every hour. Hey, you got a fucking active mind. Yeah. Latch onto one. Stretch it out. I don't know. It because I know it's also helped me like get through times. Mm. Like, I don't know how. Like, wh- how I don't know why, but it's like I said, it's just a constant thought. It's not a loop, but it's just a constant thought that's always running in my head. Mm. And soon as I'm, I guess that's why I like being by myself. Because I like the shit that my mind thinks of sometimes. Yeah. Like when I get stuck in these narratives that I build in my mm. head. There's an inherent risk to that though. How yeah, so? That you could get so comfortable and live in the narrative in your head that you miss out on projecting and manifesting the narratives in real life you know you can get caught up in loving the stories that you live in your head but you never take as i said maybe write it down do you you might you got to be careful that you are actually trying to like project what you desire because it's in your head you obviously desire what what's in your head what is a way you can actually create that in your life you know Like, would you be satisfied living in that? No one's ever satisfied, like, doing something for a certain amount of time. Like you said with yourself, that you feel free and that you don't really feel compelled to do anything with this life. Is that what you said? Like, it's just an open view. That's what I want to do. Yeah. But, like you also said that maybe 20, 30 years down the track, it might not be what you want to do anymore. So you actually will change and find something you want to do um where was i going with this what did you ask i was saying that there's an inherent there's an inherent risk that you could not not actually live your life when you're so satisfied with your imaginations you'll be happy enough with your own narratives that you won't yeah 20 years down the track something 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 yeah i don't know just because it's one of those things that it's everybody has a coping mechanism yeah and this is one of them mm. that's what I'll narrow it down to yeah well I don't know what your boy's coping mechanism is but yeah I don't know it depends what you're coping for yeah I'm trying to 
It's not anything. It doesn't have to be coping with anything bad. It could just be like coping with silence. Not that silence is a bad thing, but you know what I'm saying. Like just being in the moment. I just, like, I, 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 I know you're you, and you know you know it better than me. But I see, like you, you. This is your mind. I see it more than a coping mechanism. I see it as like a sign of like a potentiality that you have. That's the thing. Oh, I don't. But you. Maybe because you don't I in don't yourself. feel no, because like I said, I don't feel the need to act on it. Fair, fair. Because yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's shit that could be pulled out of thin air. Not yeah. even it's. Uh, it's nothing that's much of an original idea. Mm. It's already like a preconceived idea that I'll just tack onto and like create my own little fucking thing for half an hour and then play some fucking. Post Malone. Yeah. But yeah, like, I know what you're saying, getting stuck in this mindset and, like, not going anywhere with your life. Yeah. Which I have thought of, and which I have deeply thought of. If you're aware of it, that's a good sign. Mm. It's just, like, with anyone finding out what they need to do, and eventually it will come in time. I don't know when. I'll just keep searching. Yeah. Mm. Searching. Mm. <sighs> what? Nothing. I'm just embracing the silence. Mm. <sighs> so, so weird. If there's silence, like, it's not actually awkward. We just, like, think it's awkward. No. <laughs> like, Think it's awkward, yeah. And, I, if you, I, and if you don't think it's awkward, then it's not awkward. 100%. Just allow the sound. Like, I think that's the difference between a dad and a son. Like, dads can just chill and not speak to each other. Like, they're mates. They'll just sit and have a beer. And they'll just be sitting in silence. Mm. Because I think they're so comfortable with themselves that they don't feel the need to talk. Mm. Just happy being in each other's presence. And yeah. Like, you don't need words to yeah. convey that once you once your relationship gets to like a certain point like i don't need to tell you like hey bro like i like i i want you to like have the everything like you just know that like i want the best for you and like yeah yeah you don't need to say it at some point i guess or maybe you do maybe maybe it is good to keep saying it like but yeah people love a reassurance mm. massive thing in all relationships is as you said wrecking rec- like you want to be recognized recognition is coming up a lot in this podcast yeah but a lot of people want to like have recognition and like be like appreciated that's like a massive thing like no one like everyone no one feels appreciated enough because you're living your life you know and then you start taking i did the washing three times you've only done it twice this week and you are very very bad like you start having these battles that other person might have fucking picked up the dog shit three times you've really done it twice you know and they just want to be appreciated but what is appreciation like sometimes people show appreciation in different ways mm. but that might not be enough for you like the mm. way that they show it mm. like some someone could be appreciative to you but if they don't do what you would think like someone showing appreciation is yeah. then you don't feel validated mm. yeah how do you show appreciation Mm. Or like what's your love language you know love languages no what's I'll look up well how do you show appreciation Ooh. 
Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I think just spending time with the person. Yeah. But it depends what they do. Like, I don't know. If, like, if someone does something nice for you, you can just say thank you. And usually, like, that person will be like, oh, that person said thank you. Yeah. He appreciates me. Mm. It's good enough. But, yeah, it depends, I guess, on the action. Like, I appreciate you boys, but you guys, like, haven't done anything inherent. Like, I just appreciate you fucking being here. Mm. So, like, I guess I'm showing my appreciation by being here as well, like, mm. for mm. you guys. Yeah, well, a two-and-a-half-hour conversation. It's felt like nothing, bro. Mm. There has to be an appreciation in there. I love these conversations the best because it forces you just to fucking chat about deeper shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We often do that, but it's better like when you remove, like, uh, like especially just us three, because this often us three aren't just chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, true. It's, it's always with Chris or Finn or yeah, someone else. Yeah. So it changes the dynamic of the conversation. So we really pull out different shit from each other. Mm. I, lo- I love, yeah, I like that. I didn't even think of that. Here we go. The five love languages. There's words of affirmation. So it's like. Um, encourage affirm appreciate and empath and empathize listen actively so like you you tell them how much you like them a lot then there's physical touch you touch them a lot receiving gifts so like you feel affirmed when you receive gifts i don't like that one eh? quality time spending quality yeah, time with them that's probably or acts of service you like them when you do acts and or they do acts yeah the last two would, yeah. yeah would probably be I'm physical touch. That's because if you can say I appreciate you no matter what, but if you fucking go out and do something for someone, yeah. spend your your time, your mental capacity on something, surely that person can recognize that and yeah. like be like, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, I know of I'm not gonna say who they are, but I know of a couple, and this uh, one girl, she she likes acts of service. And he likes giving gifts. Mm. And but she's an intelligent girl, so she goes, I understand that he likes giving gifts to me to show his love. I don't really care, but I know him enough to understand that he's showing me love that way. So mm. that's good enough for me. You know what I mean? Because not everyone's gonna sync up like that. Mm. And she just wants him to do acts of service, but he'd rather give gifts. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of women like acts of service because it's like a man being a man to a lot of girls. You know, you mm. you're you're born and there's obviously like a masculine energy that's inherent, but there's also uh, like who is your dad? What does your dad do? He from our society majority is the dad sort of like provides more than the woman had in the past. So mm. a girl desires a man to provide and do acts of service for her well being. You know, mm. and give gifts. Yeah, I think. I like show, people showing me with yeah time as well like yeah quality time for my birthdays I never want anyone to give me a present like I just appreciate people turning up and wanting to spend that day with me mm. and like in my culture yeah it's just all about the time spent and like the quality and just wanting to be there and like yeah genuinely building a connection and it's not like yeah, I just got disgusted like some people like some people like 
just planning like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get like $300 when I, in my birthday because everyone's going to give me $25. Like just expecting this money and these gifts. And it's like, do you really value that person or do you want their gift? Do you want their money? Hmm. But are they necessarily mutually exclusive? True. You can have best of both worlds in a, in a weird way, you know? Yeah. I just don't find valid. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. I just prefer people showing me through their time, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree with that, especially in like uh, intimate relationships. Time is everything for me. Like, if you are not giving me time, I don't feel validated, yeah, yeah. you know? Mm. 100%. Yeah. That's why I, I didn't, and I feel like Tom felt the same way. I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything for my birthday. And like it was only because Chris was hyping it up so much. He's like, "We need to fucking go somewhere." And I was like, "All right, fucking, we'll go somewhere." But I was like, kind of just going somewhere for Chris, because mm. like, I don't feel, I don't like, yeah, yeah that's, attention that's for too up. long. That's that's probably Chris's bad. Like, you shouldn't. If it's your day, you shouldn't force someone mm. to experience, like, to put your own perception of what it's not even that but I was just but he's like, probably blind to that you know he, yeah. he probably thinks that he's just being humble yeah. he's just being a nice guy I'm not he's just trying to, he's just trying to like yeah. celebrate like he's me and Tom him. like he's just trying yeah. to be like we need to go somewhere for you guys I was also guys. like that too like, yeah I, I, yeah. I was like we need to go somewhere because yeah. like I'm not allowing you guys to celebrate like nothing mm. for whatever reason I feel like there needs to be time and there needs to be a like a note for us to appreciate you guys rather than just because we appreciate you guys all the time we're hanging out all the time if it's mm. your birthday we need to specifically do something that's just my mm. mind you know yeah with all this appreciation shit like I don't know if I mentioned it but that's why I want to get rid of the whole recognition kind of thing yeah because I know like you said that I've like watched that many videos on space that this like universe is most likely like finite like it'll come to an end but and this who knows how long the human race will last for and just like having your name out there isn't that big of a deal mm. in any like sense yeah. like we we know like obviously ancient Egypt people like pharaohs and shit but that's because it's like almost founding fathers of like shit in that like makes up the human race and like whatever but I, I'm not aiming for something that's like f uh, big enough to do that or at least yet anyways so that's why I want to get rid of this like whole recognition shit because I know that whatever it is currently isn't worth anyone's time. Mm -hmm. It's just like to uh, have a legacy. But yeah, currently whatever that legacy is is unbeknownst to me. But I want to get rid of the whole shit. I think if you if you create stuff to seek recognition, mm. I don't think 
people will receive that well. But if you create something that you love and you enjoy and you people will see that. Yeah. And then give you the recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've thought about that, yeah. But still, it's like kinda almost a toxic thought to have. I don't know. Because it can be for like the right reasons. For example, like you wanna uh help like reduce pollution in like waterways and shit like that in third world countries or whatnot, but yeah I don't have as selfish as it sounds I don't have that idea I don't it's not what I want to do it would be something nice to do but it's not, it's not your I aspiration yeah mm. yeah I would be fine with that I was actually when corona started I was going to go to India to do some what do you call it oh, brain fart like volunteer like volunteer work in mm. India but then obviously Corona started. That would have been cool. Yeah. You would have had mad stories. Yeah, that would have been crazy. But Yeah, like I said, it's like it would be something nice to do, but it's not what I want to do. Mm. What I like what my calling is, I don't fucking know. I don't believe it's down that path of volunteering for shit. But yeah. If I have enough wealth I can like yeah. Give it away. Mm. Tis what it is. Yeah, I find it hard to like wrap my head around like wanting to do something purely for the sake of doing it. Mm. Like purely for the journey and in the enjoying of doing it. Like not seeking money out of it, not seeking recognition out of it. But it's hard where it slips where it slips because it's like what if your desire requires recognition for you to be good at it? Like what if you being good mm. at it and working at it inherently comes recognition for it, you know? It's like is the des- it's like they come hand in hand. It's like you can't want one without the other. So mm. it's a very hard I think that's why a lot of people struggle with fame. A lot of like very introspective people struggle with fame mm. because you like you would feel like you're doing it for fake purposes even though you've done it for the right way you know it'd be very hard to grapple with Mm. your who you are and why you do things fame is just weird like Mm. millions of people know you and you don't know any single one of them yeah it scales it out you know like they know all your like imagine someone listening to this podcast that's that's the thing like yeah especially with youtubers like Mm. if you watch a youtuber every day they make these jokes like oh I'm friends with I'm friends with this guy. I know. I yeah, know. Like run up to me on the street. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, I know him. He doesn't fucking know you. Wait, first of all, you don't know him at all. He's just putting on like a persona. Yeah. And he has no fucking clue who you are. Yeah. Hmm. But like, you think because you've watched a couple of videos, you know, you know him in through. But it's kind of scary in a podcast setting. What if you have like a, an avid podcasting fan? They've listened to you for hours and hours and hours. They sort of know your personality. That's even mm. freakier to me. Because what if I meet someone on the street, they know everything about me, my little nuances, my little secret personality tra- traits and shit. They know my shit and I know nothing about them. Yeah. That's Satan, bro, to me. I'm like, fuck, what do I do with this? Like, what do I do with you? Like, you're going to be watching me and going, ha that was like that one time when you, I'd be like, 
I can't. You couldn't hang yeah, out. That's why famous people hang out with famous people because yeah. they can't deal with it. Yeah. That'd be such a shit. If someone said that to me, oh. do you remember that one time you did? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, mm. I don't remember that. Why do you remember that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that'd be such a shit life. Red like square. famous people around famous people. Like when I say shit, I mean in the sense that you wouldn't really be able to like get away from it. Like you wouldn't really be able to form new friendships if you're that big you because people would be just being friends with you for the sake that they know you yeah like, that they that they're like oh look who i fucking know or took a photo <sighs> with it's hard. like i think mm. it would be great like amazing to be friends with celebrity think yeah. about it, like these guys are the most like creative people or like we've deemed them to be the most creative in our society they're like they're functioning on this whole other wavelength yeah, so and that's seems. why they all like they mingle with each other because like we're just fucking we we're not like we don't have the same mindset as them. Yeah, but also they could be a highly narcissistic yeah. person and push their way to the top. Like they're not all perfect. Yeah, that's very obvious. And a lot, a lot of them are fucking a bit like to get that famous, like ultra famous. As yeah, I feel like everyone's missing a piece in a weird way. You know, no one's kept it good. That's why, like, I swear, like famous couples that start dating and get married I swear 90% of them just collapse yeah. because they're only it's like oh well well we're stuck in this boat together I guess yeah, it's me and you it's like there's a whole fucking other world but the whole world is just all eyes on you like huh, jerking off to you fucking mm. yeah you need someone that you like like I, I, I wouldn't even really want this but you need someone like that you knew beforehand like you'd wish mm. that you could, you wouldn't need to do that mm. you wish that you could find someone chill just go to That's fucking Budapest say, yeah. and just pick someone up, you know? Do we even cover what you want to do? What I want to do? Yeah. Do you know your calling? Uh, I have an inkling of a desire. I want to start doing stand-up comedy. And then oh, yeah, I, think that, I think that can sustain me. I, I, I see myself in the future and I think like, oh, I could just be like, if that's what I was saying. Like, if I'm good at it, it'll come with recognition. But I don't require money for it, that, which is why I think it's pure-hearted. You know, I I like the journey. I like the idea of just creating ideas and trying to be funny and stuff. Mm. So, like, that's my desire. I think it's what I plan on doing. Mm. By the end of this year, I'm gonna be doing like open mic nights and shit, just trying to build up an act and shit and see where it takes me. Mm. That's a journey, man. Mm. But I feel like that's the challenge. You know, it's, it's the challenge. Mm. It's, it's I. What are you willing to suffer for? I'm willing to suffer for that art. I'm willing to fucking bomb and die and fuck. I feel like that'll transcend my personality, not in like a fucking yeah wee wee way, but like my biggest fear is rejection. And if I get rejected on a daily basis, I get rid of rejection and then I can I'll be a better person in the end. Like that's a I'll respect myself more and I'll be a happier person. I think like, and I can fucking contribute to happiness. Like what's wrong with that? Hmm. that's my desire but I don't even know I'm saying this now like it's going to be my thing but I don't know I might try it I might hate it but if I hate it I'm just going to keep doing it for a little bit longer just to make sure I hate it and then I'll change but being funny when you're supposed to be funny oh, is yeah. that's like if I pulled out the jokes I've been writing down I tried to tell it to you guys you guys are just instantly like just judging to see if it's funny you're no longer in the moment you're yeah. all of a sudden judging to say is this guy funny yeah yeah. I write shit down all the time though, like in my little notes. I'm always like, oh, that would be good. Like I just picture how I say it on stage. I'm like, all right, mm. I got a, I got a bit of shit. 
Maybe even like, have you recorded yourself telling jokes? I need to do it. Yeah, I need to. Just even like, don't even like show anybody. Just like, work on it. Mm. Or you could just. I'm more scared to show you guys than I would be to show an audience, a stage full of people. Like if I went to an open mic night, I reckon I'd be more chill than if you boys like let me use some shit. I'd be like. (laughs) Yeah, because like we're your mates and you guys can be like other randoms. It's just like oh well, fuck these guys. I guess I'll just do another like crowd. Yeah, and I'm not worrying about like. Mm. You know, With like us, Harry. I've known Harry for years. He's not a funny guy. I'd be like, <laughs> yeah. like, fuck. With someone I really like, my mom. I remember my mom. I remember I like years ago. I thought I was funny, and my mom just goes, "Like, mom, do you think you're funny?" I'm like, "No, not really." And I was just like, "Like, oh, thanks." Like, she didn't Can't think be. I was funny at all. And I, I, I thought I was a fun. I thought I was. I thought I was funny, you know. And then your mother tells you you're not funny. I was just like, "Yeah, oh, bro." That is what it the is. band-aid off hard. Yeah, but I think that's just like, I think like with a lot of insecurity, I've become more free so I can be more more like, my ideas can be funny, not necessarily a funny personality. You know what I mean? I think like I can work an act to be funny rather than just being, because everyone knows that guy who's just funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like that's, I think what everyone thinks is what a comedian is, mm-hmm. but I think it's more of just, more of a person who's like, a thinker not well there's different genres but I don't think a comedian is what everyone thinks a comedian looks yeah. like they, they all come in different shapes and sizes I think mm. it's not like you have to be NBA player this tall this like fit these yeah, boxes that's what I like about it I was just watching fucking Ricky Gervais's Humanity <laughs> that's oh, cool. I'm I'm that. fucking that oh the way he walks out and he's just like all right, all right, yeah. And he's like, oh, what? What did you say? I'm a fucking god. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he plays into he's like, it. Shut up, yeah. He's like, oh, he's like, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, want to wrap it? Wait, cool. just one last thing. If it's it's the same question, but like, have you like have you? I don't even know where I'm going with this question. I'm just trying to think, like... Have I? You said, like... Have you ever wanked? You said... Never. Oh, we've got to try. It is a sin. I'm a man of God. Okay, but until marriage, I don't know. Do you have a question? Oh, I have a question. Mm. I'm just thinking, go out, ask a question if you need to. I'm just trying yeah. to word it. Yeah, I've got to think of a question. Mm. Just trying to slot in for your one. We can just sit in silence and just... Yeah, just let the This audience. can be like the audience killer and then we'll just be one little secret little question at the end. Alright, so where do you see yourself in 10 years then? 10 years. Obviously, there's like so many variables that could fucking happen, but mm. ideally, where do you see yourself? I'm 29. Well. Bro, fuck. <laughs> I'm 30. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like having kids, should have my own <coughs> house, bro. Why? Uh, hopefully, like, I would have found a partner that I would have vibed with. Mentally, physically, spiritually, um, yeah, that, some, 
I would have liked to have, yeah, I would 100% think that, like, I would have progressed in my ability to create. And, like, I just want to learn more, more skills, more knowledge. Mm. It's so crazy, like, I think 10 years ago now, like, your, your vision of, like, your world was just... And then as you get older, you, you like, your world ex- expands. And, like, I can't even comprehend what like my world will be like in 10 years because my because just thinking about 10 years ago my mind was this and now it feels like i'm this and i think i'm this but really i'm still this and mm. in 10 years i'm gonna realize it and it's like oh i'm not this yeah, yeah. i'm not that yeah. i'm just excited to, yeah to see how i progress as a human hopefully I'm just a nice open-minded caring person okay. that's all you can hope for Nice, open-minded and caring. You answered the question I was going to ask. I was, I was going to follow up yours. I was going to say, you know, if you were looking at yourself at 29, what attributes would you, you know, want? And you said, nice, open-minded and caring. And that fucking ties the bow, bro. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And they're three kind. It's an underrated word. It's an underrated, like, trait, kind. Definitely open-mindedness as well. Mm. Like, in Zen meditation, like, a massive thing is keeping the beginner's mind. Mm. Like, no matter how much you progress, always be in the mind that you're a beginner. That you like, just humble yourself. Like you can always learn more. You've never mastered it. Yeah. And it's that's like a massive part of it. Like, mm. be a beginner always. Yeah. So I, I hope I can retain that and like, just not be as cocky. Just step down a bit. I don't know. Yeah. Fucking know. That's that. All right. Is that that? Yeah, you you got the outro, bro. Oh, yes. Let me captivate you with my sexy voice. Mm. Uh, Thank you for watching the Night Meetups podcast episode. I don't know because we're still doing other videos and wanking around. I believe. 13. If it goes in order. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I demand to be number 13. You demand? Mm. It's a lucky number. But in different cultures, I think. Yeah, isn't like Asian culture? Like, they don't have a thirteen number on the floor, but there's still thirteen floors, like mm. technically. It's not like there's just a floating <laughs> yeah, like levitating one. Fourteen, like yeah, twelve, fourteen, fifteen. And it's like fourteen is now thirteen. So good luck with that. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, 